so anyways, there's a few New York guys that we've heard of, like uh, Sam Moore, Morrill, right? Oh, uh, Sam Morrill, um, yeah, he's uh, good. Dan Soder showed up, uh-huh. yeah. Joe List and Sarah, um, and then a few other dudes. Oh, and barely anybody, though. And then, like, um, you hear the buzzer go off, like somebody's <laughs> outside, and, like, you uh-huh. buzz them in. So I know somebody's here, and uh, so I hear it, and then, like, a minute goes by, out walks. What at first I thought was just some old man. I was like, whoa, who's, who's, this must be some old grizzled vet. And he looks up fucking Louis C.K. Hold the door! And you're finding you can be a doorman. Door guy at the comedy store. You know, it's an interesting place to work. Door, booth, a phones. Back door guy. Door guy. The Door Guys podcast. Okay. Abby Roberge, Fung Chow, and Hormoz Rashidi. <laughs> Wait, is it recording? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. We were not talking about tits a second ago. This is just. <laughs> Nobody's in particular. <laughs> no secrets just here. Some girls' tits. <laughs> nice, fake. It's a lot of tits in the world, man. <laughs> Comes up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just oh, say, man. let's just say, Abby's the sex. fucking king. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Short as we're all just fucking pawns in his mushroom kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of Koopas. <laughs> What's up, dude? Here with Matt Edgar. Yeah. One T. One T. One T. One day. <laughs> you know what? The guy at somebody at Caroline's that was making posters for a show. Uh, so, somebody who works in the office. Told, somebody else told me this that he said some guy. I don't know, just some random dude that does their artwork was like Matt with one T. How pretentious! Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, my mom misspelled my name. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, right. dude? It would be pretentious, yeah, though. It's a, but I, it's not like you came up with no. it. You know? No, man. Also, it's, it's on my it's birth actually, certificate. It's actually, yeah. it's a common name, so it's actually kind of smarter. Because then if you want, like, you know, like if you join uh, SAG or something and there's another Matt Edgar, you're like, no, I'm Matt with one T. Yeah, Edgar. I still get to be Edgar. Matt Edgar. With yeah. one T. Any union I join, I'm Matt Edgar. Yeah, you're the Michael B. Jordan of Matt Edgar. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one. There's only one Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Because of Space Jam. That's the only reason. <laughs> he could have what, been what do you think Jordan. the B stands for? Bradley. <laughs> basketball. Michael Basketball Jordan. Prolific Michael actor. Bulls Jordan. Dude, I, I love the Bulls. <laughs> Name my son after. There's probably some really talented young Michael C. Jordans out there just fucking going for it, but it's <laughs> not going to happen. Uh, Michael uh, C. Jordan. Michael's, yeah, there's a whole alphabet Michael Jordans out there. I like the uh, pace of this podcast, guys. We just sit <laughs> yeah, here sorry, we're just trying for to, we're tr- to start talking. We're, we're trying to shift gears for, for a second. When did you start working in the store? Um, summer two thousand seven. Holy damn, that was a while ago. Yeah, damn, dude. I was twelve uh, years old. Yep. No, I just <laughs> turned, job did you take? I killed. Uh, <laughs> you would you have to kill to kid. take their job? Um, you know what? Who was there? There was a guy. Uh, I'd say Seamus. There's this kid, Seamus. I think I heard of Seamus. Yeah, I've not heard of him. I came and he left. Did you work with PJ Stansbury? Yeah. Nice. You Did you? No. no I didn't None of you guys no. are that old. He used to hang out, though. I remember when he came back. Oh, you had the reincarnated. Yeah. The reincarnated. You, know, you know what you guys? You had the humbled Stansbury. No, oh, that's hilarious. There was a I had uh, the, there's still a chance, so I'm going to do a bunch of coke, <laughs> PJ Stansbury. That guy would just fucking yammer. Good guy, good guy. <laughs> PJ, Actually, PJ, PJ Stansbury, I'll say this, man. Like, I've never seen 
if you've ever seen any of your friends get in a fight, right? It's like you, maybe you've seen them get in a couple fights and it gets served. I've never seen one guy consistently knock people out. Yeah, he's got just knockout. He's got knockout power, and I've seen I've seen him choke a guy out. What was his crew name? They had had a a name, right? Yeah, the uh, Scud. It was before I got there. It was the um, Scud Bunch. Yeah, they all like gangbang. It was like him, Davey, and Dorsey. Dorsey was in there. I believe Hatchel. They all banged some chick in the bathroom or something Yeah, like and that. somebody got... Oh, Pid. You guys don't know Jimmy Pid. No. I've heard oh. of him. I've heard of Jimmy Pid, though. I've heard he's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking... Didn't didn't PJ do something... Uh, were you there for the Josh Nasser thing with his car? No, I was not. Do you I heard the legend of that, though. Yeah, oh, I heard the, so apparently this is... You know, the, I'm, I'm retelling a story that was told to me, but Josh Nasser back... Like, everyone used... People make fun of him, but they used to really make fun of him back in the day. It used to be worse. Yeah, and and he and he pulled into a lot with his new car, and PJ was just like hanging out on the roof for some reason. You know, like where the belly room stairs are, how you can hop uh-huh. onto that yeah. roof right above K West's name. Yeah, you know where that is. <laughs> yeah, K West. So just, yeah. he was to the west. Yeah, and Kanye so, West. And so <laughs> and, and so PJ Stansberry is like, dude, I'm gonna fucking do a people's elbow onto your roof, and then Josh Nasser's like, yeah, that's fine. You can you yeah. can do it. He's like, no, I'm really gonna do it. And then Josh Nasser's like, fine, then do it then. And then PJ jumps off as a people's elbow and caves in the roof of Josh Nasser's car. Insane. <laughs> That's like when I first got one of the first times I was did PJ a, okay? Yeah. He was fine. He was PJ, fine. PJ. Dude, that guy's just a little, he's a little brick, dude. PJ will like beat up somebody with a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> Do you remember when he's, PJ and Davey boxed? Yeah, that was uh, great. That boxing match. I boxed. Yeah. yeah Davey, boxed well, Eric those guys Ligny. were, those guys were roommates. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, were Eric Oligny and Abby Robert. Wow. Yeah. And so was, was Josh Nasser and uh, Boone Shakalaka. No. Boone's, I mean, Boone's, I mean Boone's, they both Josh, just Josh lived Martin. out. They shared the outdoors. Josh Martin you know? and Boone Josh Martin and Boone <laughs> yeah. Shakalaka, yeah. Yeah, they Josh Nasser, one, one of the first times I did potluck, like one of the first times it made me fall in love with the store just because it was, I've never seen so much like fucked up shit live. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> live. Nasser was hosting potluck and he was not going on the stage. He would like do it from the side mic. Weird. Yeah. And I was like, it was like kind of a dick move because then like you just get off or like, is he all right? Keep it going. It was like a stripper situation. Yeah. Like, right. You just, they're You're going not up. really hosting it. And uh, who was it? It was Ryan O'Neill went up and just not, I, I can't even call it roasting him. I mean, he killed making fun of him, but he was just like calling him out. Like I thought they were going to fight. Really? He's like, dude, you want to fight? You, you, you want to fight? Let's do it. Let's do it right now. And I was like, I love this place. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember my here. first night hanging out there, seeing people like fucking just bully Robert William Epervaya. I was yeah. like, this place is fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that shit, though. Yeah, throwing those menus. You throwing menus in his face eye. and shit. No, yeah. that wasn't cool. Yeah, I didn't like it. That was one of the worst things I've ever done. I used to take this metal yeah. bucket and go, bang, bang, make this really loud banging sound. I've tried so hard to win him <laughs> back over the years. Well, yeah, now, me too. He never, uh, I never had him, but I wanted to win him over, but there's just no doing well, that. Well, yeah, because sometimes you see him just talking to people on the Oh, yeah, there's sometimes. smoke him out. And he would be fine. He, that's insane, man. And then man. sometimes he would just start calling me a Nazi. And I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything to you. I think dude. he's like a, I don't, yeah, I have like a story with him. Like he's not, I don't know. He's trying to buy weed. I was trying to help him to buy weed. And he, he goes like, 
So like, hey, this is the price. He goes, like, can I give you half? And you give me an ounce of weed, and then next week I'll give you second half of the money. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, for the, I'm trying to help you. You're like, trying to for, be the, like, for the people listing, Robert William Mepervaya is a le- it's, it's one of the many comedy store legends. He had been there forever. His name's on the wall. Apparently, the, the folklore is that he was uh, in line to take over the Tonight Show. One of the late night it. talk shows. No, it's not. He I was in line. It. The deal fell apart, and then he lost his <laughs> well, that's mind. The story. So now he shows up. He's worn the same lime bathroom gross green suit. Yeah. For like about forty yeah. years now, it smells. He has this like a uh, this like a uh, paper plate with tin foil around it and yeah. a plastic grocery bag that he holds over his yeah. head when he walks because aliens are shooting lasers. He lost into so his much brain. weight. Well, he was gone for a little while. And yeah, he, he came went back to a hospital for a bit. Came back so skinny. Ooh. His suit yeah. just was like his dad's Yeesh. suit. You know, he was wearing his dad's suit. Yeah. I saw his dad. Really, he came in to watch him one night, no. and Tommy put him up early. It was on a it was on a potluck night, but he put him up like in prime time, like in the middle of the paid regulars, like the first few paid regulars. He went on, wow, like full crowd. The crowd just looked at him. Yeah. <laughs> just like, looked at him. his dad. Was just his like, dad must be one hundred and eighty two years yeah, old, man. Because yeah. he's old as shit. Well, he's a schizophrenic. He left out that major part. So yeah. everything, like all that stuff about the Tonight Show, that's all in his head. There's also like a, a Nazi conspiracy that Jimmy Kimmel runs oh, somewhere. Nice. somewhere. Yeah. And, and Don Barris is like a high general in it. Yeah. And then all of us, anybody that's ever crossed him. <laughs> yeah. He had a nickname for me for a while because I was like, to him, I was like one of Barris's stooges. <laughs> stooges. He called me Rat Belly. <laughs> I was like, uh, 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 I kind of like, and I would like, like play the part. You know? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, I feel what bad for that guy. I was working. There be multiple schizophrenics. I was working. <laughs> I was working. I was working phones one time, and he called in. He didn't realize it was me, even though he doesn't. He doesn't know who I am. I think I would like heckled him one time, and because of that, you know. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, it's all it takes. Yeah, and it's your Nazi I, I, haircut. I feel so bad. Like I want him to like me, and yeah. uh, um, so he called and I and he was like, "Yeah, I, I want to talk to Jody." I was like, "I was like, well, is there anything I can help you with? Like I can, I can help you. Like whatever you need." And he's like, "He's like, well, when I go on late at night, last night they attention they 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 turned the the air conditioner off and they closed the doors and the oxygen was leaving the room so rapidly that everybody was like choking." And, <laughs> Like and and I was like, what? What? He's like, he's like, yeah. When they close doors, you ski. It's like it's Jody's like, like, all right, we'll email me. <laughs> yeah, just email me about that. Just send me a long anything that email. goes wrong. They just tell me to email them, and I and I do, and it's like nothing. Like my picture in the main room. I got uh-huh. a picture. It's me and Jeff Garland. You uh-huh. know the the thing. Yeah. And it just was gone one day. <laughs> one day, it's really? just gone. And I and I was like, oh, they'll put it back, and they never did. So yeah, I, just, I asked him. I asked Jody. And he was like, yeah, email me. They steal. Oh, reach email out it. to uh, reach out to Troy Conrad. <laughs> no, he's the one who took him. He he's has the one. The he's the one yeah, but does he put him copy. back on the wall? Yeah, he'll do it. It's Troy. his installation. That's yeah, his it, thing. That's, that's his, his thing. Yeah, 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 he'll do it. He, oh, he, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the okay. So I'm going to the wrong people about it because yeah. I've gone to multiple managers. Troy Conrad will. That's I all mean, email. I mean, talk I mean, to Troy. If Troy Conrad's a, a man of his word, which he is, he'll do he it. Is. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, will sure. personally it's that somebody vouch. Somebody who's a huge Matt Edgar fan stole that photo. Yeah, ripped out the Jeff Garland part. Jeff, who? They're like, it was Edgar. Is that guy for Cheers? 
Isn't, isn't that the guy from that Aubrey Plaza sketch? From, <laughs> from <laughs> that Funny Jeff Garland directed? I, before meeting Matt Edgar, I didn't even know it was Matt Edgar. I saw the sketch that I thought was pretty brilliant that I think Jeff Garland directed or something. Yep. And then years later, I met Matt, and he looked way different than in the sketch that he did with Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. And then I think I, I think the way I discovered that it was him was I was like talking about like the sketch, and I was like, "There's this dope sketch that Aubrey Plaza's in where she's talking to a, where she's I'm he's like, talking to a ghost and blah blah." I'm blah. like, "That sounds horrible." <laughs> and then he's like, "He's like, oh wait, I think I was in that." And, I, and then <laughs> I look at it, and it's like, "Oh, that is you," but you like didn't have facial hair, really long, long hair. hair. Yeah. yeah, I was young, young. Yeah. yeah, Aubrey Plaza and Josh Gad. Josh Gad, the guy yeah. from uh, Book of Mormon. Yep. Yeah. I got dumped by Aubrey Plaza at Swingers. That was at Swingers? Yeah. Uh, best diner in L.A. Yeah, it's my favorite. Best diner best at tang. 2 a.m. So it is my favorite of the diners by oh, far. Oh, yeah. I have a couple I mean, friends that like, that, that like Cantor's over Swingers. I'm like... Ugh, like they I'm like, like pubic hair? Yeah, Cantor's is like fucking toothless... Criminals that just no. got out of jail but working. Norms the food fucking is like sucks. The out. best value. Norms, norms isn't is even that much. Oh yeah, cheap. that's the norms best value. Such but that's value. too crazy, man. Yeah, you also, pay like seven bucks. I've seen too many people. Two of right, everything right, they have. Right. They're like two bacon, two sausage, two eggs, two pieces of ham, two eggs, two things of hash browns. You listed a bunch of stuff twice. Two um, things. Of norms eggs. isn't that much cheaper. There's always if you go there at night, there's always a line to get a table. The service sucks. Yeah, the bathroom, it's a lot cheaper. Right. The bathrooms are scary. It's too packed. Yeah. And uh, there's too many people throwing up there at 2 a.m. Yeah, no, there's yeah. a lot of negative yeah. fucking Go to swingers. Nasty. But oh, one time cheaper. I saw a dead guy. Dude, uh, <laughs> what? One dead night, me and, Barris, Bar- me and Barris dro- drove around for like hours, like after we got out of the store, just drove around, like went yeah. downtown, went just all sorts of weird spots in L.A., saw two dead bodies that night. Jesus. What? Random. One of them was at Norm's. One of them was at the alley behind Norm's. Murder. Some guy got shot. And the family showed One up. One was at Norm's and the other was in the alley behind Norm's. No, no, no not in Norm's. I say Norm's because it was Norm's alley. It did not, not happen so in Norm's. Nuts. No, yeah. And then I the other one. I've never seen a dead body. Really? I've seen a few, yeah. Like maybe in the hospital. When, I've, like, seen, I've seen like, I've seen a couple like car crash things, uh, like maybe like three or four in LA where there's, there's a dead body on the scene. I saw one uh, when I was, I used to go to a Long Beach City College for a minute and I saw one on my way to one of the classes, like because it was like some motorcycle crash and they, it was like all blocked off. But to get to class, you had to like kind of walk around it. Uh-huh. Um, and the, uh, and they had like stuff, like a blanket over his head, you know? Yeah. But I was walking to class and I saw it and then like, I just fucking stood there, missed class, just looking at this body. It's like the first you know one what? I've Actually, ever seen. It was like was, fucking, it changed my life. At right. a Las Vegas buffet when I was a little kid, somebody died like i had a a heart attack yeah now it was a really fat person and i remember now i i i haven't thought of this in forever but i remember that was the only time because i remember i was like oh that person's fucking dead they just were on the ground nobody resuscitated them and when the ambulance came it wasn't like they're trying to save them it was like cover them up put them on this thing get them out of here right whoa i saw i saw a guy jump off a roof when i was a kid oh yeah he did a belly flop. Oh, yeah. Dead? How high was the think roof? He, I later, months later, found out he survived. Wow. <laughs> that's, 
fucked up. Yeah. That's so great. I saw that yeah, guy we get were, delivery on yeah, that. Yeah, I was like five years old, in my, and uh, we, were, we pulled up to a stoplight, and we look over, and this guy, he's like on top of this flower shop that's about maybe two stories high, and then it had a chimney, and he's crouched on top of the chimney. But And there's all these you know, firefighters. Story. Like There's a yeah. whole scene. People are up at him trying to talk to him, like the whole negotiation shit. Yeah. My dad's like waiting for the light to turn green. And the guy did a fucking belly flop. <laughs> wow. And then I, couldn't, I didn't see him land because there was people blocking the view. And I was five, dude. And I think I was too young to comprehend. I didn't like, I didn't even, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, look at that. So you like, like, do you remember it kind of vividly? I remember it very vividly. Yeah. Like, That's like the guy, the guy that got murdered at the store. Like yeah. I see it. You, you, like, were, you I saw see, it? I, I, I was right there, oh, and, wow. but I still, I could de- like details. Yeah. Like vivid, nasty shit. Oh, that's fucked up. Fuck, yeah. man. I know. Do you guys have any, like, drugs? I got weed. Nah. Dude, that night, I that, when I hit those two old ladies with the car, that night I was trying to sleep, and I, it would jolt me awake. It was legit trauma. They're fine. If anyone's listening, I have a seven-minute bit about it. <laughs> it's yeah. really good. They're fine. If anybody's listening, come Pop up Abby, come watch him. I don't think he'll do that bit, though. No. Seven Unless minutes. they come and say it's we too came long. to see you. have to run the tr- light to do that bit. Yeah, I mean, I, there's, I got, a, there's a shorter version I've seen. I got I got in trouble for doing it because I had to run the light, and 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 then it's like I have to do it. I'm not going to do half the bit. Like yeah. I'm only doing one bit. Shouldn't you know? Yeah, you got to choose which one. How but do I, you guys do? Do you stick to three minutes? You guys do like five. I do like four, four, three five. and a half minutes. Sometimes it depends on. No, dude, you got to do five minutes. Always. No, I get in trouble. By who? Adam. Adam, oh, I've never done trouble, wow. but I've never done like I hate, six, when seven. Adam gets mad at me. I'm so it pisses me off so bad because I know he doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like you just <laughs> shut up, dude. Shut up. I know you feel like you need to tell me this. Yeah, or it's like it's like one time, one time uh, Adam came up to me because I like ran the light on opening the show. I think it was. Or, or maybe it was, uh, no, no, it was the, I was the last comic on, on a show that was like a, some bringer show in the main room. And they let me go up. And I was the last one. And uh, I got the light from the sound guy. Uh, I'm not going to give a name, but it's not Danny or Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then he started flashing me the light after like I was up there for like five minutes or something. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just up here for five minutes. Everything's going well. I'm the last person. I've been working this room the whole day. I'm just going to fucking run the light and have some fun, you know? So I probably did like 10 minutes. And then, and then afterwards, everything was fine. I got off. It was just five more minutes and what, you know? And then the next day, Adam was like, hey, you can't run the light and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that wasn't even a development spot. That was just like the host putting me up. And then he's like, I just don't want to hear it from the sound guy. Exactly. And I'm like, okay. That's all he's doing. Yeah. I, I'm like, all right. I hate that shit. I want some passion when you're mad at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to If I did real. something wrong, I want to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have a, a talking to. Yeah. Fucking hate that shit. What's Feng Chao's role in this podcast? Is he just uh, like a I'm mascot? Just a Chinaman uh, <laughs> supporting. How's the, uh, how's the, uh, uh, po- by the way, congratulations. Thank you. Because I was on the road when that happened and it made me Thank happy. You. What happened? When he got his own podcast on all things comedy. Oh, yeah. The Chinese that's podcast. That's fucking awesome. And he do it in Chinese? Yeah. Mandarin? Yeah. 
Okay. Or that's what they think. Nobody at All Things Comedy speaks is there way, Chinese. Is there he way just more goes over like, ching, yeah. chong, ching, 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 and, and just feeds it. Mandarin's a way bigger language than Cantonese, right? I don't do it at Mandarin's the biggest language. Do you ever tell them, like, hey, I know you guys can't understand what I'm saying, but just know it's fucking hilarious. This is killing. That podcast is making me a billion dollars. I just, I don't, I just, speaking Chinese is the perfect thing to do thought about it doing that for like for a year you yeah. brought that to them and it's just you no. talking into a mic, who, into who, a mic? Who, whose idea was Femilis it talk to uh Bert. oh that's fucking great yeah. that is that's fucking great. awesome yeah. Femilis is a g he is a g dude and it's just you talking to a mic yeah that's great yeah, I know. We gotta get all of my Chinese friends. So are, it's basically like they, the Monday morning podcast for like but ch- but for Chinese. Chinese, the Chinese morning podcast. <laughs> do you know how? how what do you record? How, how many views has it gotten so far? Like, have you? Do you know anything about how? Mm, you, you don't get to see the It'll numbers. Do I don't get to see the number, but I just do it. Like I, all of my Chinese friends back in Beijing, they can listen to it. Oh which yeah, is it's, very it's, good. it's available everywhere. They can listen to it. I don't. Yeah, it's, it's on the internet. It's, no, but uh, China doesn't have an open internet. Spotify. China has their own internet, right? They can listen to it, but it's know. available. That's know. dope. I don't know what what what's doing what, but Burr was uh, he he gave me a shout out. He was worried about if uh, they they block off the the internet, but I would check my friend. They can all listen to it. That's dope. Listening. Wow, <clears throat> hell yeah, that's man. dope. You just talk about what's going on in your life yeah. and comedy, and just yeah, make just sure whatever whatever what? story I want to. Do more people yeah, speak Mandarin or yep. English in the world? speak Mandarin, yes. No, well, like, what's a bigger language in the world? English or Mandarin? English. Durr. I don't know. Is it? I don't yeah. know. Because we, we got not, most of, We got a lot of Europe. I'm always blown away by those America, stats. Canada. America, Canada, a lot of Europe. Yeah. But then Plus in China, how many people speak Mandarin? countries. Well, yeah, I mean, they teach the, English everywhere. The thing is just... Yeah, like the, Jamaica the, I don't know. The podcast Bahamas. is just like whoever can understand Mandarin, which is... Uh, there are a lot of Chinese Shit people ton. in this yeah, world. A lot. So it's like, that's, you yeah, ever have I'm, guests? I'm very excited about it. No guests, just me. Hell yeah. You should just get like random yeah, who's Chinese gonna, who's guys. Gonna come on. <laughs> hey, can I do your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to promote there, some shit. Yeah, there were saying, yeah, there's some ideas about like the, the, the guys at ATC, like Burr or Kreischer, like it just, there's something, yeah, it just, we're going to figure it out, me and Andrew. Yeah, and, uh, you're just developing it. And for like, Bill is amazing. He's just he's very supportive, mm. which is it's dope. It's like a really good thing too. Like, and also it's good to be. Now he knows who I am now. Yeah, on the radar. Worked at the store for four years. He thought first. He's so funny. He thought my name is Fahim the other day. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> you're Fahim. I help him uh, find his iPhone in the back, and then he brought up Fahim and. and he thought Fahim was me. Like he, like, but now he, he knows who I am. Like, just like that's good. Mm. Good to like let the the boss know who, what your name is, what you're doing, and yeah, very cool. And boss. to be the you're like the first Chinese comedy podcast. I I don't know if it's the first, but I'm I don't know. I haven't heard about it. No, I haven't heard but it. You're no, early to the game. I, yeah, and it's gonna blow up. It's gonna right. do good. Yeah. You're like the Marin for China people. God, that was the yeah, I just, I, 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 that's a good very reference. Very selfish reason. It's just like for I miss, China people. I miss speaking for China Chinese. people. <laughs> yeah, it's good for you. No, yeah, it's great. great. It gives you Love something it. to do, man. Anytime you got something to fucking do, I already there's have nothing worse than not well. having anything. Because then oh, you just yeah. have your own thoughts. Yeah. Those are fucked up. And man. you get to keep keep speaking this language that you don't get to practice as much here, right? Yeah. Is that that's fun? Good. Dusting great. off the old. Perfect. 
Very, yeah. very, very fun for me. Like I, I, I know this guy. He lives in West Covina. I don't like the guy, but I go hang out with him just to speak Chinese. But oh, now you can, told me about that uh, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the guy at all. I just there's nothing in common. He's gotta be a listener too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like my best friend Feng Chao, he comes over, we hang out yeah. all the time. We probably close. listens to his other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like always retweeting. He's like, it. oh, I live in West Covina. That's weird. It's like no different Chinese guy. I just want to make Covina. sure that he doesn't listen to the door guy podcast they're like oh i'm the guy i live in west covina different guy <laughs> different, different west covina guy. guy west west covina not you midwest covina midwest covina <laughs> oh. i was just in the midwest too what part in, um indiana is that the midwest yeah right yeah, yeah it's okay. for sure it's not new york or la it's the midwest, midwest. Yeah. it is right <laughs> or south there's a south there's a south yeah what's what's the like when did you just recently make the decision to move to new york yeah i mean um very fairly right you were just there for a, a month yeah well i was i kind of made the decision after brody to be honest with you okay um i had this weird flashback i've never really mourned anybody that close like like i've had family you know what i mean like grand like grandparents. Yeah. But somebody that I just see around Me that too. often. And yeah, um, I, I didn't even know Angelo Bowers. I moved mm -hmm. here a week after he passed. Oh, wow. Everybody was really sad and shit, yeah. but I was sad for my friends, but I didn't know the guy. You yeah. Know? Brody was the first was person special. who wasn't yeah. like an older family member. Yeah. That's like, made this happen. Well, I just didn't know how I didn't know what mourning is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I never, I heard of it. You know what I mean? But I didn't know like what, felt what the what the process is and how it is different for a lot of people. But then it's also kind of the same. Yeah. But one, I I've been I was having flashbacks. Is my point? It was like there's like Brody flashbacks and they're like pretty vivid. It was like oh, put yeah. me right there. And there was one I had where it was like me and Brody and it was at I was still a door guy and like it was super late at night. Everyone was gone because I remember the lights were off. We're in the parking lot and mm -hmm. all the lights are off and it's just me and him. There's not a soul in the building. Right. Yeah. And uh, he was ranting about Yusef. He was saying, he was like, he's like, well, he's, he's got to leave. You have to leave. You can't just, you can't stay where you're from. Okay. Right. I he, left the Valley. Right. I went to Seattle. I spent time in New York. Damn, that's spot on impression. And he would just go, <laughs> he would just, you know, like you have to leave the hometown, yeah. especially if you're like, for me, I started stand up in my hometown, which happens to be LA. Yeah. I've been right. doing it 12 years. I did like K through 12. It's time to go to college. I didn't know it was going to happen so quick when I got there though. I got there and started working immediately. In New York? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then I had to like start turning stuff down. And then I was like, well, I have gigs throughout the summer, up and down California, a few road ones. I should but finish that. But you get that. both sides though. Like you can always come back here to do spots. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Every time you're back in town, you can. Yeah, but New York's like it's it's true what they say, man. There's just way more stand up. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere, all night starts early too, man. Starts when the sun's up. Yeah. And it goes so fucking late. So if you're if you're like jonesing for spots, it's like you'll you'll get spots, man. Yeah. Which is the hardest part about out here, man. Not having spots when you don't, you know. Yeah, New York. You go like still a few days. Start getting itchy. Right. Right, right, right. You want to get on stage, no matter. And look at man, I went bomb. there. I went there with one weekend booked. Just I was featuring for Garland Carolines, and I, I was kind of, and I knew I had weeks there. Yeah. And I was like nothing else booked, so I was like, "Fuck, dude." I know a few people. Maybe I'll see you go to their spots, but everything's probably already booked out. But ended up working every night. Yeah. But being passed at the store, it's like a very good validation to. Oh, dude, people. That was the thing too, man. Like people when they when I'd introduce myself, they knew that. 
Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So it was like kind of helped me get in initially. Mm. So the store has like power right now. It's right, right, right. A lot of power. I remember when the store was a fucking joke. Right. You know? You guys caught the tail. Dude, I remember, dude, I mean, yeah. when I started working in the store, Meltdown was busier in the store. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Meltdown, Meltdown was huge. Meltdown was Comedy yeah. Juice was huge. That was like the biggest show in LA. Yeah. You know what was actually a big show that did happen the at parlor. the store? Was Yeah, Parlor. Uh, Trippin' on Tuesday, yeah. formerly yeah. Fat Tuesdays. Like those, yeah. those were popping. The Tuesday Black yeah. Show. They got to bring that back. During man. the dark years was the, the, the dark years. Show. Come on, guy. It was the only good show. It, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, it was, though. It really fucking was. And not that the OR was bad, as people didn't no, know. No, no. And all those guys well, got and famous. And there's good people right. there. You they know. weren't famous. Like, we're talking Ren Azizi, Sebastian. Like, none of these guys were yeah, everyone was drawing. Good. The no, most no. famous guy, you know, who doesn't get the credit that they deserve still, Moss. I think. Maz was getting up he there, but, a lot no, of but he was getting there, but it was like he was bringing his fan base yeah. there. Uh, but they come Bob, out in LA. Bobby Lee carried the comedy oh, store yeah. Oh, yeah. for years, man. Yeah, this is before. This is after Rogan left. Yeah, yeah. it was Bobby Lee. For sure, dude. Bobby dude, Lee. When I started, people came to see Bobby, Bobby Lee every night. Every night, man. They just would not take the slider. Bobby off. Lee, Steve Byrne, but Bobby Lee more than anybody. His name, drew his name more than yeah. anything. No, Steve Byrne. But Steve, Steve Byrne starts always high up on that list. And then Delia. But, but here's the thing about those guys, though. Like, there's there's bigger there's there were bigger comedians like Steve Byrne or like I'd even put Ren Azizi there. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't drawing at yeah. the time. They were just like working, which is cool, you know. But they weren't yeah. drawing. They're were headlining. Well, you know, Bobby no Lee matter Drew. what, Bobby Lee's gonna crush. He's yeah. gonna crush. He's gonna he's, do really funny and he was stuff. A, he was the biggest star of the comedy store, man. Yeah. He was the champ. When I when I started Delia, it was right when Delia first. Oh yeah, uh, Delia yeah. was. Delia was I remember, when, I remember Delia today. before he was a paid regular. I remember when Damn. Delia wasn't that good. Really, I remember when it was. I felt bad for him because I thought he was a cool guy, but he would be. Pretty much just as physical, maybe even more over the top physical, which wasn't that funny. But and he couldn't like like imagine a Dalia now with all that like how physical he could get. Like Dalia used to roll around and shit and right. not get like barely get some chuckles. I remember I saw him host a comedy juice. Like that's how long ago Dalia hosting a comedy juice and it was just like was like kind of like bad, not bad. It just he didn't have the crowd. And then one day, well, be, well. I, let me take that back. He was like kind of, it was like, it was kind of weaker comedy, but then like, um, uh, one day I heard, I was like walking by the belly room and I just hear a roar upstairs, like a <laughs> roar. I'm like, Oh, somebody just popped in, dude. And I run up and it's Chris D'Elia. That's it. He's just up there fucking killing. And I'm watching him like, what the fuck? He's not even a paid regular yet, but he was powerful. And he was like doing like shit he'll, he doesn't do anymore, but like super like a gangster riding a bike. Like they ride bikes. Like, what are you, eight? You know? Was, <laughs> and then he was like, he'd ride the bike. And, but he was fucking killing. And then when yeah. he got past, it was just game over, man. He just needed right. to get past at clubs. Yeah. But there was a time when he wasn't that good. It was crazy. It was like he just figured I hear the, the same shit thing out. about Sebastian, too. People talk about Sebastian yeah. not being good. And yeah. And now when you watch, it's like, whoa. Yeah. How is that fathomable? Like yeah. these guys weren't good. No, yeah. man. Delia was fucking mighty. Once he got good, the second he got good, but he was he's just been doing comedy for like a for a minute too, right? For a long time. Yeah, I think ten he, years somewhere I think around there. He, what years? Ten years. Way more than that. Okay. Yeah, well, I've been that, doing it twelve years. He's been doing it longer than me. But yeah, I'd say he's probably around the fifteen between fifteen and twenty years. Just but he's just an outlier, right? Know? 
he was always he always he, and even when he wasn't that good, he was good. You know what I mean? It was right. like there's like still even LeBron stardom. had to learn how to dribble a ball. Yeah, man. But you could see the the charisma yeah. in LeBron. You know, I'm sure his coaches yeah. thought something was different. Yeah. You know, mm, yeah, everybody thought something was different. Dude, about I went to a strip club for a bachelor party recently and there was this one stripper and it's like, I'm not super into strip clubs. I used to work at one. I like I've had, I've had bad experiences. You know, I don't love it. But there is this one stripper that it was like she was the LeBron, because even if you're not into basketball. When you see LeBron or Michael Jordan, you're like, oh, that's exceptional. Yeah. That's, that is the outlier. Yeah. There's this one girl who is just so insanely good. I was calling her the LeBron. Uh, it's like, even if you don't like strippers, it's like when you see this girl fucking spinning and isolating each ass cheek and shit, it's like, you got to appreciate Pro. that shit. Like, the, like yeah. they're like not just up there like being naked and And it's like a lot of people hate like on Dalia. Exotic dancing. But it's like... Dalia always got the hate, by the way. But it's like I don't it's think like, he gets it anymore. Just, I don't though. think it anymore. That's no. the thing. People hate on the that charisma. People stopped doing it because it was yeah. like you can't. I mean, hate, so hate, hate the player, right? Killing. Yeah, every single night, just murdering. Yeah, we're yeah. constantly new shit, constantly. Yeah. And I think people were doing that when like there was a chance, like before he was like he's bona fide star now. He's yeah. Sure, right? Yeah. But before that, it was like people so didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Like the like it was just there's always fucking haters. A lot of them were older. Yeah, they just like couldn't stand that this young dude. Probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But he was like, he was great, man. He still is great. And you got to experience him in the room too, because when you're in the room, some people just have that that it factor. Yeah, that just gets. I, I don't know. I also watched him get like this. Like that's what's cool about being a door guy is that you watch people develop and you're watching not yeah, just regular right. comics you're watching the fucking elite dude yeah these guys right. are and these dude, guys are learning seen, and getting good dude, in front I've of seen, you i've seen burr and rogan like start and finish multiple specials it's yeah. so fucking right? cool they'll come Watch in the and process. like you'll like listen to them talk about some shit on their podcast and then they'll come in and like kind of do that same topic on stage but like the stand-up version and then like two weeks later you see him do it and it's like tightened up uh, and like, yeah, they have all this dope. shit and you're watching every night and you're like this is fucking you're awesome, watching the whole dude. fucking process man and it's just really neat dude and you see you learn so much like sometimes being be, just watching is as good as going up when you're so early on right. like if you're going up constantly it's like working out like you got to give your muscles time to that's why i'm like in new york like i thought like those guys go up so much um there's like there's like three real tiers from what I could gather of like, like that, that scene. It's like there's beginners just like there are anywhere. And then there's a lot of good comics, like a right. lot of good comics, but they all are kind of the same the next wave. And then, yeah, but well, that or they're just good work in comics. There's a lot of that, but they all kind of, there's nothing special, but then there's like these special comics and they're fucking great. And all of them are their own sound. Right. But the one thing I would say, and this is probably going to get some shit right now, but I don't give a fuck. I mean it, and I think it's true. <laughs> I think if anybody went over there and went back you and forth, they'd your see truth. Um, The women in New York are way better than the women in L.A. As I far as stand-up. Oh, at doing comedy. At doing comedy. Yeah. Not just at, at being people. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant like attractive. No, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, that, no, that, for that, sure. Yeah. No, I'm, ta I'm talking sure. straight-up stand-up comedy that these girls go out, and they're just they're up there. Like, hey, there's no... Have you ever seen Jessica curse on... 
Yeah. yeah. Fucking fucking monstrous. Dude. dude, I can't remember that I can't pronounce this girl's name. And I hate to I hate to relate her to somebody's wife, but Joe List's wife, Sarah I, I can't I hate I Sarah I, List. No, it's not List. <laughs> She's got her own name. I'm gonna look it up and yeah, I'm gonna look it up. But anyways, she's good. She is fucking great, dude. Yeah. And then Joe List, do you know he's him? Great. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking great. So this is like, I mean, and they're and they're all unique, dude. That's the thing. It's like yeah. they sound like their own thing. I mean, Michelle Wolf. When I when I was doing mics in New York, Michelle Wolf was doing open mics and shit, and yeah, she's a monster. Right. Michelle Wolf is uh fucking great. Oh, dude, one cool thing happened. Uh, so like Ari had like um, so Ari's moving. In, it, into a different into a place. place with this girl, right? So but the place is he has is fucking Tolamachi. Yep. yep. Shout out Sarah Tolamachi. Yeah. Shout okay. out, dude. She's a fucking so monster. Ari's dude. moving. Um. Yeah. So like he's moving, and uh, he wanted to have one last barbecue because he has a backyard. He's got a backyard yeah, in New York. It's tiny, but it's like it's a full on backyard. That's but it's sick, unusual. Dude. Like it, you don't. Got dude, that Nobody no, gets yeah. that, man. No, boy, the no. guy that lives next to him is like retarded rich. Like, does like I forget what exactly he invented, but it's something incredible. And yeah. he's like just Ari's next door neighbor. And, and he has a backyard too. Um, so, anyways, there's a few New York guys that we've heard of, like uh, Sam Moore, Moral, right? Oh, uh, Sam Moral. Um, oh, yeah, he's uh, good. Dan Soder showed up, uh -huh. yeah. Joe List and Sarah. Um, and then a few other dudes. Oh, and barely anybody, though. And then, like, um, you hear the buzzer go off like somebody's outside and like you uh -huh. buzz them in. So I know somebody's here and uh, so I hear it and then like a minute goes by out walks. What at first I thought was just some old man. I was like, well, who's who's this must be some old grizzled vet. And he looks up fucking Louis CK. Oh, that's no barbecued shit. with us for hours. Hell yeah. And just wow. like chill motherfucker. Dude, that's man. crazy. Yeah, dude. Uh, and it's totally close? cool about everything, wow. man. Like like. Yeah, Did you man. Like talk like, to him about it. I mean, he just it in converse in talking right. about shit, it yeah. comes up. Right. Yeah. It's like it's so back. It's like you know, this is something he's been dealing with. You know. Yeah. yeah he, he knows wanna, we all know. Yeah. Right. right. But he's like so fucking funny, man. About about that and about just he's one of those guys just like just rat like wow. He doesn't talk. I mean, he'll sit there and listen a lot, and then yeah. he, when he when he comes Chime in, in, yeah, he chimes in. Yeah. Wow. And everybody's silent. Yeah. You know. I remember I used to like. I remember I'd hear the the different discussions about Louis and stuff, and after what happened, and I remember hearing some people say, which I kind of agreed with. I was like, oh, I wish Louis would just do a bit about what happened and and just make it so funny yeah. that we just move on because he would just address right. it. And then I heard Ari on on I think it was on his podcast, uh -huh. or maybe it was on somebody else's podcast. Mention he was like, he was like, this guy took a year off from doing stand up. Yeah. When I saw him, he was telling me he was excited because he'd just gone off book for a whole 30 minutes. Like, he'd just been talking without having his notes out. Wow. So he hasn't, he's been just looking at his notes constantly everywhere he's been going. He's just getting his feet back under him. You expect him to deal with the worst thing that's ever happened to him in a hilarious way right yeah. off the bat? And I was yeah. like, oh, that is asking a lot. <laughs> it you is. Know, you but think of him as the greatest, one of the greatest comics I'm ever. I'm trying to have a career. So you guys are talking about him like the victim. Victim. You guys are <laughs> gross. Yeah, I mean, I think well, he I'm is not the saying, victim, I, but I, I don't. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, he, he, he also victimized apparently somebody who he pushed, who he apologized to somebody for pushing somebody into a bathroom, and then they said, "You, I, you didn't push me into the bathroom. You just asked to jerk off in front of me." But there's somebody who hasn't come out uh, with an allegation mm. apparently who he may have pushed into a bathroom. Everybody else he asked before. Yeah. 
and then they said yes. Yes. And then they went back and destroyed him in public yeah. and embarrassed his family. Seems like him and his kids are also the victim of this. Yeah. Like definitely his kids, said, for, yeah. his kids Adults for sure. Said his kids. Yes. No, but he, he had an adult say, yeah, you can do this. Yeah, he did. And then when he did it, they destroyed him in public. Yeah. That seems like a break of his trust with that person. And, and he's a victim too. Yeah. You know who, if they were children, they would be the victims, but they're not, they're adults. Yeah. And I don't know. I well, you know like, what? I kind of like what Louis says though. I, here's the thing. Here's the other side of it. And this was brought to my attention by Louis. Like, okay. I, I, I mean, really like I would have never even thought like I would have been so pro like, Oh, that sucks. Like they're, why would they do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be so on his side, Yeah. but Louie says that, you know, it's one thing to ask and then they say yes. And then it goes down. Yeah. He, he didn't realize how much power he was like, that's like a power move. Right. Right. So he's like, can I jerk off? And they, they obviously are looking up to him Yeah. and he knows this. So he knows that yeah. there's a possibility. So him knowing this, is kind of fucked up, and that's yeah. where they are the Him victims. Knowing that he's in, got in the this asking, power on them, in the even putting asking. it, putting that in front of them, like just yeah. asking is enough. Like what a situation you just put them in. Yeah. So that's and that's he true. said that. So yeah. it's no, that's true for sure. You know, for sure that's true. I can't. And, and, and it's the same thing as like when I was younger, when I'd be like making out with a chick. Yeah. My move to to go from making out to fucking mm-hmm. was I just pull out my dick. Right. You right? go straight. Wow, a lot dude, of people do me that. Too. Yeah. Right? A lot of dudes do that when yeah. they're younger. And normally not and asking. You, just, and you feel fine with it because usually you pull out your dick and the girl gets into it. Yeah. But then as I got older, I started to realize that that girl already likes you. She's making out with you. Yeah. So now suddenly you're not asking her, do you want to elevate it further? Mm. You're elevating it and putting her in the situation of either she has to reject this guy who she obviously likes enough to yeah. make out with, yeah. or she has to go with it without even thinking about yes. the other. So it, it is also, and the joke was it's a dick move. It's the original dick move. <laughs> right. But, I, you uh, know, it's but, funny. Every time you start to say, because you're very like, when, when your, your sense of humor is yeah. like, it's like a trap. Like you'll start talking and then we're listening. And then it's like, there's a, like you're just, there's a, a punchline. But here's the thing. I know yeah. you so fucking well yeah. that I could see it on your face. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. He starts perking up a little we bit. We talked about like, it earlier in, con- in, uh, in podcasts. If Hormos gives you a compliment, get <laughs> ready. Yeah, yeah. Get ready. Yeah. 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 My favorite though to do it. It, to, to, uh, at the stores, because sometimes people have like mediocre sets, right? And they're feeling a little bit shitty. So they want a compliment, uh, right? Yeah. So my favorite That's is... That's the fucking worst, dude. My favorite is, I say, uh, hey, I wanted to tell you, great job. And then you <laughs> wait for people to go, thank you. And then you go, but then I watched your set. Yeah. <laughs> and I just can't lie to you. Uh, like the old hormones oh, one, too. Yeah, I've been on the no, other no, end of that. But, but for real, though, it's the same thing as Louie, because it's like you have this power dynamic of the girl liking you. She doesn't want to reject you already. And you're not giving her a choice by pulling yeah, out your dick. That's the problem. Yeah. It's the dilemma. I agree. But at the same time, people were putting my big thing was like people were putting Louie on the same oh, list yeah. as Weinstein. Oh, that's just dumb. Yeah, no, that's clickbait. That's rude. Dude. When I see that i saw it today and as i saw jezebel posted something yeah and i'm just like yeah you guys are just fucking thirsty you're part of the problem like this isn't even like there is a problem i get that but that now you're you're saying louis should like not ever have a career like you're fucking nuts dude like that's right that's he's bullshit. too funny not to have he's a career. too funny he's and and if you don't think so well that's you and like and barely anyone else forget is 
every all of his friends and stuff say he dealt with those problems like ten years ago, and had been a pretty cool dude to women the last few. Yeah, years. that's another thing. It came out real late. Yeah, like it that, came out that really came, late. I, and he apologized for it and took responsibility for it immediately. Yeah, man. I don't know. What do you that's do, it. dude? I, does something change when you get that kind of success, that kind of power? Like yeah. that, where you all of a yeah. sudden you have an urge suddenly to you're a jerk role model. off. No, suddenly, of everything people? you do yeah, is but a reflection. Jerking off in front of some, I don't get the joy in that. Oh no, that's just he just has a fucking right. fetish. That's just a thing. Huh? Yeah, okay. I'm not into that. I just like. Rip. But what? But here's the thing: there's a lot of people in power that have that. What's the power? There's a power move. In there yeah, somewhere. you're right. I just want—I I don't Something know Something about wanting people, wanting to diminish yourself in front of someone, maybe. I guess, like, oh, like you want me to jerk off on you, like I'm your god. I don't know. It's like, something. Look, it has look to, how humiliate, like something in the humiliation of like, yeah, you can't. You're not even gonna fuck. Like you're just, you just want to jerk off in the corner on a plant or something. Wasn't that what Weinstein did? He jerked off on a plant. <laughs> I don't know. Something, one of the times, I think. I don't know. I get them all mixed up, but. uh the yeah. worst one was Aziz. That was just utter bullshit. That was utter bullshit. Yeah. That was super fucked up. <laughs> and I feel bad for him because he still apologizes, apparently, at the beginning of his, like, when he does hours or oh, theaters. You want to hear the funniest shit of all time? What? So Aziz came in. It was, like, his first time kind of doing stand He took it, like, a little. It was first time in stand in L.A. Back. Since that, right. right? And he goes up in the main room. He goes up, does a set. Walks up to a standing ovation, right? Has that's, a good set. That's great. Gets off stage. Uh, comedy store, if you don't know, for the paid regular shows, there's no host. They just bring up the next guy. So Rick Ingram was the next <laughs> comedian. So Aziz uh, brings up Rick Ingram, and Rick Ingram's on stage. Aziz is still in the room at this point. And Rick, and Rick goes, wow, you, this crowd looks like a crowd that got taken out to dinner, had sex with, and regretted it, and wrote a blog post about it. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> he's just still in the room, dude. Uh, that's so go, funny. And I go, and I go, go, that's Ingram for And you. I go, I go, Rick, man, that's a ballsy move. He's like, I don't give a shit, dude. <laughs> Rick, he's not going to put me on his show. I'm like, yeah, but it's not about that. He's, Rick mean, is pound for pound the funniest paid regular. <laughs> yeah. Pound for pound. <laughs> the best. And as the lightest of all the paid regulars, that's a huge compliment from Matt Edgar. Yeah, I'm the cruiserweight. He's the, he's the bantamweight. What's, <laughs> what's lower than the featherweight? Oh, man. Me, Brenton. He just buys skinny jeans because that's the jeans that fit best. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> he's think like, oh, this is a fashion I, thing? No, I dude. thought these were just Matt Edgar jeans. These are small jeans. Oh, my I legs. I could, f- my fucking, I could grip around my legs. Two hands. Where are you going? Oh, I like dude, how loose so this funny. fucking podcast is, man. Dude, hella chill, bro. No, no fucks. Man. Bunch of poor yeah. guys. You know who we I wanna, are. I want to see this podcast live. Oh, yes, dude, man, I'd love. Chill. That'd be fucking sweet if this if this got big enough to do a live, even in the belly room. Yeah, you know? that's the spot, man. We just started doing live podcasts in there. It's so much. Oh, you fun, did the wrestling man. one. Yeah, dude, that's we've done sweet. a bunch. We do them for the big pay per views, right? And we just do it like a companion episode where you watch it and just make fun of it. And like, I mean, dude, like there, it's something now that I live for. It's so fun to like to do to do, man. Just make fun of wrestling in front of people. Right. Right. I remember the, the last one that you guys did it like people. I, I was the bartender downstairs. I can hear people laugh. From oh, man. Upstairs. I mean, it's like a, it's like any other show. It's like you could do you could kill in it. 
Oh yeah. That feeling, you get it. But yeah. you're with your friends and it's Yeah, and you're not doing your material. No, man, and it's if such a joke loose... doesn't land and other just somebody else will jump and in. And if you're doing your podcast, that means you're up in front of your fans. So yeah. they're like there with you. Yeah. There's no oh, winning them over, you know. Like, they're there yeah. with you. Right, 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 right. They they want to like it's almost like a better experience because they get to see you live. Yeah. Rather than like they listen to you on the over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Who's uh, who do you guys think is next uh, to be a paid regular out at the door, guys? Mm, I would say Derek, Derek mm, Jeffrey Burner. Jeffrey Burner? I think he's up there. That's Randolph. It. It's anyone's say, game. I if really it's anybody, it's whoever. I think it's getting stuff in this industry. It, I think well, Randolph, it is, man. Derek. It is. Well, Hassan. it is. When it comes to the store, it absolutely is. Yeah. It Dude, absolutely if is. If, there aren't if Tommy was still a town no. coordinator, the credits I have would get me passed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. It's about selling tickets right now. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, credits don't equal selling tickets. Or a girl. No, they don't. But you know what, we though? We need more girls, and there's three... Uh, I, Girl I'm so with you on that. I fucking hate that shit because it's like you're 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 basically just yeah, this is elitism now because you're not even there's not even I the people that would get spots over me would mostly make sense right. to me because right. it's like yeah they they draw but then there's right. a few of them like just because they did this thing right like nobody's right. coming for that, that nobody cares about it. yeah yeah yeah, right. yeah but so then what the, what's the point and right. then, yeah. well then it's like but then there's also so much such an emphasis on diversity right now. So it's like, and you can't, it's all white people up until late night. Yeah. Like, cause those are the popular comedians that go to the store. So then right, like late for, night becomes like a, you know, it's like a diversity showcase. Yep. So when you pass it, when you're thinking getting people are paid regular like that, like that definitely plays a factor in the door mm. guys. Yeah. So I'd say Derek, <laughs> but, but, but Fury got passed and he's just yeah. a white guy. Yeah. I mean, Fury's the lesson from Fury was he just went up and just tried to crush every time. Yeah. He was, he, I don't think he did like the, if he had a new bit, he was so confident in it that it was going to do well, but I think he'd already tested out on the road and shit. Right. I think you just go up there and try to murder. I think that's the lesson learned is just trying to know. do really good. I like good. doing new stuff though. Yeah. 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 You got to. I feel. I like mean, you if, gotta. if I would say if Adam's in the room, at least try and be murdering. But I don't right. know. Even that, it's like, when's he in the room? <laughs> it's right. Very rarely in the room. Well, I think if you're if you're have if you're doing bad, like look at man, if you know Adam saw you crush last week and you got some, some new, new shit, shit, yeah, do the fucking new shit, man. Yeah. But if you're like dying and he's been seeing some bad ones, like <laughs> yeah, yeah you better fucking apply yourself. Yeah. Because it's all about that. It's yeah. all about that there. But then that's you know. Fuck! I love the comedy store, but you know it's time I got to go. Like I, I have, like I'll ha I have a couple new jokes that I haven't tried yet that I'm gonna do tonight at Potluck. But I know they'll do good. Yeah. I just, I just already know just from the setup punch that it fits into my other stuff yeah. that I do. You feel and the it, giggle? It, yeah, I just already know. Or the tickle? That's what but, Leslie but, calls but it. But like, uh, but sometimes I go up and I just say shit that I just thought of, and I'm like, let's see if this works. I, I, I probably wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah, that's a that's a risky move. It's got to have some more thought into it. Yeah, o unless you're like killing so hard and it's just like something you kind of thought about. Yes, yeah. yeah. them out there. <laughs> but I've done that. I've I've been doing really well, and then I'm like, I'm gonna do this. This crowd's so that's hot. Kind I'm of a, do this new thing. I thought yeah, I did a new tag for my JFL callback this year. Like on the spot, did it I was just like, I, it. like it it. it it might have been killed harder than anything else. Yeah, it just felt right. Like yeah. it just <laughs> yeah. like I was just like I did it, and it just fucking took it to yeah. hold that joke to a whole new level. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you should always just feel it, man. Showcase yeah. or not, it's about killing. Yeah, you just want to do really well. Exactly. And 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 I think that's the lesson learned from like, it's just, just like, always try and do good. I can't I do I can't do it. It's like when you it, the when it comes to showcases and stuff, I always just go whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If like I have to be present, yeah. otherwise I'll bomb. Right. Right. If yeah. I if I can't deviate, yeah, I will bomb. Yeah. It's like when you are trying to film a certain set of a certain Dude, joke. Oh my it's god. It's never it never works out. You just have to have every set recorded even, or be somewhere if, that records and then gives you the perf- set after. Yeah. Even if you're going to perform it the same way, just if you're not allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's bullshit. You're, you just do. There's no fucking. It's rules. like uh, it's like in bowling. If you put up those bumper rails, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna you're go gonna towards it. You're gonna touch yeah. them more than yeah. you would hit a gutter ball. I think. Yeah, that's right. Well, also those they come out a little bit too, so it makes yeah. it. Yeah. I only play with the gutter thing. Yeah, I've played with the bumper. I mean, with the bumper. Kid. I only play with the bumper. You only play with bumpers? Yeah. <laughs> Big game, too. I put a lot of money on it. <laughs> Gambling. Yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's all about feeling it, man. It is all about feeling it. I can't, yeah, and that's what, that's kind of what I think gets lost in, um, in like, you know, I think you go like this, dude. You suck when you're, when you start out, unless you're fucking special, like Gerard or like Angelo is that mm-hmm. way. But most of us, we just fucking suck. And then you get good, but look at man, the scary part about good, there's a lot of good. Yeah. And you're good for a long time. Yeah. Right? And and you could do some things, you could work in good. Yeah, there's a lot of but people. But you're it's more competitive because the other good's trying to get that job and they could be better at, at getting work than you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But when you're great, then you just that's your own level, man. Yeah, that's it's like when you think you get, when you're good, you're like, done. well, I'm good, so I should get stand-up. It's like, no, 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 everyone's so good. Matter, that's just man. a prerequisite. It's totally. Good means almost nothing. That people want to grade themselves on a curve. I think people automatically do that to protect their ego. I I'm think guilty they, of that. They, they go like, I, I did agree. good for me. Right. They don't know they're saying for me, but then right. that, that, they'll see it in their tone. They're like, they no, it was good, it was good. Based on... They they just put in their head all the worst people so they can lift themselves up and they don't put the yeah you know they they don't they don't I'm have, at least here yeah but I don't I think that's bullshit I think you all should be going like hey man I do shows with Bill fucking Burr yeah exactly if I if it it should make Burr's sense here. that I'm on that show yeah. you know what I mean right yeah that's what that's the coolest part about being a paid regular is that there's the bar if you're doing late night spots the bar not only is it way too high it is ravished. You can right. barely see it. It's been torn apart by fucking yeah. mods. But shoot, it's like meat that just been chewed on by like killer after killer. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's like a there's sad some scraps point. for you at the end. Right. Some nights after, like when you see somebody who's who's like who's good, but they don't have the comedy store chops. Yeah. Go up after a monster like Byron Bowers. Yeah. Byron Bowers goes up and like he he's, he doesn't have the prime spot. No. But he has a good. Spot. He goes up. He goes up he's first a, after prime time. So yeah. like I, I he brings me up a lot. Like I know right. the spot that he yeah. gets. He he's gets that right. You can't follow those punchlines with that swagger and that and and he's crushing nowadays. Yeah. You know the comedy store teaches you to do that. But if you're an outsider who comes in and you're just like, oh, I'm pretty good at stand up. No, you have no idea. You're just gonna. One get time I watched violated. when when Ron White started coming around. It, like I don't know if he did before. Like I feel like he didn't. I yeah. Think, like him at the store is relatively new. Yeah. I think yeah. It's a new thing. When he started coming around, he followed Lance Cantopolis. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was like 
yeah, welcome to the store, dude. That's so like, you don't know what's coming. Dude, you have to be so good to follow Lance Can't Stop. Yeah, man. <laughs> you have to be a celebrity for them to even pay attention to what to say. Because they're talking about... Like, I followed Chappelle once in, yeah, in Potluck. me too. That was the dopest because... I was like waiting to go up and then they were like, Hey, Chappelle's going to go up soon. I'm like, can I go up right after him? And then the host was like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, great. I'm like, what other situation do I have where I get to go up in front of an audience that just saw Dave Chappelle do like 40 minutes. Yeah. And they're, they just saw the biggest comic in the world, their idol. It's like, that's going to be the toughest right. crowd. That's going to teach you so much about yourself. That's yeah, going to fucking, you can't just go right into stand up there. You no. gotta, you gotta, yeah, Somehow you get some your get the audience's work. attention. Yeah, right. man. Yeah, I mean, it just it really is riding the wave. That's what you learn. Yeah. Dude. It's like all about the wave and in the stories. It's going. It's been going since nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been like going for surfing, hours. Dude. Yeah. So it's like when and it comes to you, it's just like, came in. right, dude. And it's like it could get choppy. Like yeah. you, you know, like especially up there late. Like you don't know what they've seen, but you know it's been good. You could damn well guarantee that they got a show so dude, far. When I see the OR, I feel like personally responsible if the crowd isn't that good. Uh, it's your baby, <laughs> dude. You put your touch on it. Yeah, you know, right. When, when right, everyone's right. killing, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah. dude. I said this just tone, right. dude. Whenever I, mean, I do think I love seating the room and then cold opening the show. Wow, that's like yours. It's, you're sailing yeah, that fucking you ship, dude. Right, yeah. You shut up when I go Some on. Some people don't know how to seat a room, though. I mean, the OR, it's all door guys, so we all like seat it right. But like, you go into the belly room show. And you see, it's like twenty people, yeah. And ten of them are in the back, two in the front, two in the middle. Oh yeah, you know what being a door guy gives you? It it teaches you how to consider the audience, right? Like it teaches you how to be gentle. Like there's compassion for the audience as a door guy. You sit. Not only do you seat them, you. You put the tables in the right place. Yeah, yeah like you, you're you thinking want them they're, to be crap. Right. You're, you're thinking you they're comfort. Like, yeah, you're yeah. separating the seats just far that's enough like, for people to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Right, that, right, that's right, like right, that Argus right. thing where really it's like important. you have to be. Look, like, if you could tell them where to sit, you could tell them when to laugh. Yeah, which no, I disagree. Dude, dude it's so true. I, I think, There's I think, some door guys. You have to be able to tell them where to sit. No, but I think he's talking about the command. It's like learning the command. There's some door guys that can't sit. People, dude. Like I've seen Dylan. I've seen, yeah, Dylan's Isaac, Dylan Ray. There's, there's a handful of guys where, like, they just every person they nervous. see, they, no, like, you gotta argue. Have some balls. Yeah. It's like, no, you walk up, you be friendly, you be nice, you don't go, hey, fuck you, but you be firm. Yeah. You walk up, you just go, hey, right here, right here, they're like, how about here? Sorry, guys, right Don't here. give them a chance, man. Yeah, you and say, sorry. Yeah, say, sorry, right there. And then you just walk away. They yeah. don't have a choice. Yeah. If somebody's really old or Look, man, it's like you, you or gotta, injured, you gotta, I always try If they want to like start some shit at 9 p.m., if they're getting froggy that early, it's like, look, man, this show is sold the fuck out. Right. There's hundreds of people coming in here. Drinks, like, yeah. not only do we not need you, right. like, you're, you, you, should be, you should be chill Thank right now. You should right. be glad yeah. that you're a part of this. Right. But right. they don't see it that way. They're like, oh, we paid yeah, money yeah. to it. Like, it's like, dude, that's entitlement, man. Your money's no good here. Most people are pretty great, though. Most customers are Oh, absolutely. That goes Especially at the comedy store, that goes for so that goes right. for people in general. It's like, yeah. it's like it's like so many people will pay twenty dollars to see uh, in the same <laughs> night. There's people that have paid twenty dollars to see Burr, Rogan, Delia, Chappelle, mm-hmm. Rock, like literally yeah. all those people on the same fucking night. Any one of these people, you have to pay a hundred dollars to see in your hometown. 
Yeah. You're seeing them yeah, all right, right now right. for twenty dollars. to see all of this monsters Dude, this, on one. I mean, line. all like I mean, half this lineup can fill it in a, a fucking a giant theater and or seeing an arena. Somebody in a theater or an arena is nothing like seeing them in the original room yeah. in this tiny little oh, intimate dude, setting. I, the, sometimes the original room on a Thursday when it goes, I've seen in the line, I've taken photos of the lineup. Yeah, it goes, it's it goes crazy. Rogan, Sebastian, Burr, Delia, Joey, Bobby Burr, Lee. Kaiser, yeah, like yeah. like there's. Like the like twelve like thirteen big D. names yeah. are going up at eleven forty five. Yeah, yeah. And when it's like the the nights where it clicks, where every big name is all there on yeah. a Thursday, and those people are going in to see the original room that only seats one hundred and fifty people, and the tickets sell out like that. Like those people are those fucking. Are, those lucky. are the crazy nights because then the paid regulars bring their friends and shit. Like it's yeah. already sold out. We just got to find room for Jeff yeah. Ross's people. You know. Yeah. Because, like, they want to come see that show. Right. Yeah, man. It's pretty nuts how it all goes down there. And that's, like, even in New York, it's, like, there's a whole different crop of monsters, too, which is fun. Yeah. Fun discovering new guys. Like, I didn't know, um, uh, who did I see? Uh, well, I saw, uh, well, dude, a tell. Man, look, I'll tell you this. Like, be honest. Like, this, uh, is, some, this is some bullshit. <laughs> this is some bullshit that, like, before I didn't. Like, Dave Attell to me was always really great. Like, I get that. But I'd see him at the store, and I just thought, I mean, he's so good, no yeah. doubt. But th- but I'm sorry, man. Sebastian's going to eat him up. You know what I mean? Like, he's not OR, right. right? I saw him at the cellar, and I totally, I mean, if you weren't, yeah. if you're ever on the fence, of, if there's any question that Dave Attell's not the best, then you have to, you have to see him in, yeah. the, in, in his natural habitat. Yeah, he's so oh, good. Oh, man. I mean, like. You know how hard it is to laugh at stand-up? Yeah. You know how hard it is? You yeah. see the rhythms. You know, Attell might be... Who, who was it? Did somebody just ask, or was that another podcast, where somebody asked, who was the first person at the store who treated you like a regular? Uh, it was Lucas earlier today. Yeah. He was like, he was like Attell <laughs> in New York stoner. was one of the first people who, like... I was just at an open mic, and he came and did a spot, and, and he was just like, hey, how are they? And I was just like, first, you know, I was like, oh, uh, they're, they're fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, he's talking to me like You're a like, fucking comic. Good. Uh, how, how are you? How are you, sir? <laughs> I fucking have your DVD at home of of you getting fucked up at, at bars and shit. Fucking love you. Is that Insomniac? Yeah, I have the DVD still. Dane Cook, Greg Giraldo. Oh, no, no, not that special. Uh, I actually have, like, the DVD of, like, the best of the Insomniac show where he went to, like, Santa Fe and Austin. Oh, right, right, right. Boston. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. I love that special. When I was oh, younger. so good. Yeah. You know what? There's a really cool show on Comedy Central. Um, I, for, I forget what it's called, but it takes place at the cellar. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Live at the Cellar. It's like a new comedy. Yeah, that's it. Live yeah. at oh, the Cellar. Dope. So get this, though. Like stand-up comedy? So yeah. get this. It's like it's almost like premium blend meets like that Colin Quinn show. Are they trying to capture just like what it's like to be a comic at a cellar? No, not quite. Oh, okay. That's One annoying. Second. Right. They're not quite doing that. This this is what it is. They basically, they're in the cellar at like a restaurant. Or like, you know, there's a restaurant upstairs. Tree upstairs. Right, right. Yeah. So like. They'll have these like two fucking established New York comics like Rich Voss and Bobby uh, Bobby uh, Kelly, Slayton. Bobby Kelly, right? And they're just talking about something in the news. They're just talking, mm-hmm. and it's kind of that enough was kind of funny too. Yeah, like like tough they're crowd. just yeah, it's like tough crowd, but it's just them, and they're not really. There's a little bit maybe debating or like making fun of each other, but you know, it's not as like cutthroat as right. tough crowd. And then it just goes then it, then it just goes straight to the stage, and there's like another comedian doing a joke about the thing they're talking about. And then it just cuts 
to another one. Like it's like one riff and then to another riff. That's so that's where it gets like premium blend. It's just like throwing them in. But it's just bit, bit, bit. It's not like a bit, five minute no, whatever thing that person's doing. No, no, it's not a set. It's just bit, bit, bit. And then it just goes commercial and comes back and it's a different comedian's talking about something else. Bit, bit, Twitter handle, Twitter handle. Sounds dope. I'll watch it. It's that. fucking dope, dude. I mean, for like a, for, it's hard to capture the stand up without, like being there's the best. There mm -hmm. ain't no, that's the one way to, that's, that's the way to go live. Yeah. And then I don't think, in my opinion, it's not special. It's album because album, you could like just, you could see it yourself. You could like, I think it's more immersive in your ears than watching it on TV. Because I, for me personally, I get distracted by the set. Really? What they're looking at, yeah, or what they look like, yeah, because it's already hard to follow this thing. But I get just sound, I could hear them. It's easier for me to like follow. It's interesting. And then I would go like, that's um, interesting because like, I actually maybe I agree. Yeah, because like like the Jesselnik's Shakespeare album uh -huh. is like so fucking good, and I'm like I think that's my favorite special of his. Yeah, and it's the one that he didn't have any video, yeah, video of. I think it's I just like you follow like don't you like, um. Like, was it, like, Sirius or, like, those different satellite oh, radio channels? Oh, dude, I like Dan Cook's. I mean, I've discovered Dan. I didn't even know what Dan Cook looked like. Yeah, I didn't know what Dan looked like. like for the longest time. Yeah, oh, really? dude, and I was such a big fan. I had no idea what he looked like. Because yeah, I, I just heard his did album. You like Dane? Yeah, I loved I was Dan like, Cook. dude, this guy is the fucking half hour on Comedy Central, Harmful of Swallowing. My brother showed me Dan Cook through LimeWire, dude. Like I had, I was listening, like, OG LimeWire Dan Cook, and I'm like, this is the fucking crashing your computer. Shit. Dude, I was using Napster on a T1 connection in college. Really? It was like That's every so... song you wanted was two, three seconds away. It was like boom, 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 boom. Dane Cook's whole thing. I remember downloading like all of Chris Rock's albums. Yeah. Two I seconds, just... three seconds. It was like the fastest college connection. Damn. Oh, it was wow. dope. Yeah, I fucking love Dane, man. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like that's that guy went through the Dalia hate too, though. For real, oh, yeah. Man. Well, I, I heard like Burr on a podcast say that like uh, club workers used to try and like bury him and they'd be like, we can't bury him. They'd put him after like they try and put him in all the worst situations just to see him fail. And he thrived everywhere. Like yeah. he was just Monster. like undeniable. There was a guy that was like, I forget where, who told me the story, but like Dane was featuring for somebody and mm -hmm. he was just crushing, he destroying the weekend, ruining this headliners weekend. <laughs> and finally, he's just like, Hey man, do you think you could like tone it down a little bit, like a little bit less energy? It's kind of a lot. And then Dane was just like, "Do your fucking job." Yeah, do your job. Dude, you can't I, follow me, then you're not a headliner, <laughs> dude. For real. Yeah, I, I I brought him up at Comedy Juice. I was hosting like a couple months, a few months ago, and I brought him up. I was like, I was like, this next comic was my favorite comic yeah. growing up. Yeah, make it loud for Dane Cook. He yeah. came up and he was like, "Is that thing you said true?" And I'm like, yeah. And then he's like, oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, he's just has like, he's just gotten so much hatred. Yeah. That he was like shocked that somebody would no, give like. No, I think like, it's coming uh, back around. I, you know what? I saw like a clip from uh, Nikki Glaser's show. He's doing all the podcasts. He's doing show. all of them, like but I saw made, a clip on her show. On and the way she was bowing down to him, like it, it kind of almost choked me up a little bit because I was like, oh, I'm who's, so who's related to her. Nikki Glaser. Oh, okay. She had Dane on. She's like. You like when I was in college and she's just breaking and it's like yeah. she meant it. Yeah. And like, dude, me too, man. Yeah. And everybody hates. And I remember when I started, it was cool to hate. I Cook. also hate the shit that he did in Vicious Circle. I think like his stand up became shitty 
on a bunch of albums. Vicious Circle, I don't think was good. And then Vicious and Circle was just like was his other. Yeah, but that was also like his stuff from Retaliation too. Like a lot of his jokes were on Retaliation. He didn't write a new hour for it. that. wasn't That was like he he was lazy. I think he rushed it. I don't know. I think I felt like the hand gesture and stuff was lame. I just remember yeah. thinking well, like I with, love this guy, and I was watching, and I was like, this isn't as good as it used to be. No man, and right. that's the thing. It's like it's like you, you we we can be honest about when he when he had bad stuff, but then also as comics, we should also recognize how fucking brilliant those I think yeah. those his, peaks that his, he had were. His like his peak was so good that like yeah. you can't you can never. Fully take that away, and from the current that. stuff's pretty good too. If you've watched him, yeah, in the yeah, it's man. not pretty bad. Good. Yeah, he does that. Uh, he does Monarch show all the time, Saturday early show. And yeah, he I like um, it. I like the Louis his, joke. Dude, too. his Louis joke is fucking so hilarious. His yeah. Louis joke. Yeah, I mean, I, you'll yeah. see it. You'll okay, see it. Wait, when is he at the store? He, well, like to, we'll, every we'll Saturday. Give you, every Saturday. Saturday. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil his game. joke. But yeah, which we're like, no, you don't have to spoil. No, don't tell you the 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 premise of it. No, no, just watch it. You'll see right, it. Other yeah, people yeah. will listen to it. They should. We shouldn't ruin any scene. Yeah, but I want. But I'm gonna go see him on Saturday. Like yeah, I'm gonna Saturday go be, early show. Brian Monarch. Yeah, so I've been it. meaning to do that. He's been there for like a year now. I just. Yeah. He's not, not there every more. Saturday though. More. What's that? He's, He's not, not there, there every Saturday, Saturday but yeah. he does it a lot. Most Saturdays. My thing with Saturdays there, I go there every Saturday, and I'm up so late that I want to get there super early. Yeah. Fucking. Because I can. You guys do that? Like when I when I'm like after hours. I'm I'm not want to talk anymore. Bruh. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. And then I go on. I just I'm at I'm at no energy. Like it's just like well, yeah. I mean when I when I work there, dude. Sometimes I'll I'll never feel more alone around so many people because I'll be yeah. sitting at that back door yeah. and I can't talk. I cannot say another word yeah. to another human yeah. being. I'm fully sucked dry. It's two a.m. and I have I have a drunk coked up guy a schizophrenic talking in one year boonshock log talking the other here yeah. a bunch of drunk people and i'm just like i can't go anymore like that's it dude one time i worked the phones on a monday right i worked the phones i worked a double i worked from 12 to 8 on the phones and then i was like all right it's eight i'm gonna stay do my spot then leave i got bumped from potluck right so then i had to wait through the paid regulars and then it was tommy day so i got to do a late night spot and then don fucked around so much that I didn't get up at 2 a.m. So I was there from 12 to 2 a.m., 14 hours there. Wow. Crazy. And I did just just waiting to get up. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't get up. 14 hours to get up in front of two people that, that, I, that I stuck it out for and yeah. didn't get up. That's Dude, so that's fucking dues, man. Yeah. Dude, how crazy is it working at the comedy store where I feel like it's universal where everybody who works at the comedy store like hates... When Dave Chappelle comes to the store, I hate it. And now, I and it's like it. when I first started, it was like, oh shit, Dave's here. Yeah. I can't wait to see him. And I sat and watched for hours. I, I hated it. And I, now I'm like, oh, I want to go fucking home. Like a he year, till like, like five two sometimes. years, like 2016 was like, uh, or the end of that, like starting 2017. Like that's when I felt like I was getting, like now I, you know, I get, I'm also doing the improv. I'm doing like other like uh -huh. spots, right. you know, around town. So it didn't matter, but before that, yeah, man, because I that would be like one of my only spots of the week. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you just fu I've been waiting Bumped for this everyone. all fucking yeah. week, dude. Yeah. I, I just hate it when I'm working in the room because just everything's running normal. Yeah. Late, it's late at night. You're tired. You can just kind of want to chill leave and just let the show burn <laughs> out. And then he pulls up, and he usually has a group of people with him, dude. It can be. It can be 1:30 a.m. There can be five people in the room. Yeah. Nobody else in the club. 
and within f- 10 minutes of him being it's on packed. stage, the room is packed somehow. Yeah. It's like a bat signal goes right. out. Dude, I mean, yeah. I mean, one time I was telling, I was telling people and people were coming from like other clubs and stuff around town showing yeah, up like, like nightclubs, like they're people friends. from like, bars. Hey, Davis, here, like come yeah, over yeah. here. And yeah. they, like, and they, and they know he's going to be on for two hours. Yeah, so they'll, have they'll, they have, they, they know they have time to show up. So they'll show up, dude. It'll be sold out. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And then, even other comedians just act weird when he's around. Yeah. It's just like, dude, right. just act like a normal they person. They want to take he's pictures here, with him. He's here every night or they just like force yeah. their way in and they try and become friends and you're just working and then people are sitting in the bucket seats. And I mean, there was one time he was on stage some big comedians were like, save me a table. Somebody like all, like all this, it's just mayhem. So when yeah. you're working, it's a fucking nightmare. Dude, dude. I was working belly, his belly room show. He oh. didn't get off stage till after five in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Wow. When? Yeah. Not the special? No, no, no. This is more recently. Wow. I, I was just working belly room. It, it went from whatever show it was supposed to be to being Dave Chappelle pretty last second. Yeah. Sold out. I actually got to go up and bring him up because his opener went short. And so Cena, his manager, was like, go, go, go. And, I, and it was amazing. Wow. And then, but then I was supposed to be done around like, you know, 12, 30, 1 o'clock at the latest in the belly room. Still there after five. Finally, they turned on the house lights and he kept going. <laughs> and right. Jody was like, house cleaning is going to be coming here to clean up. We got we got to have people go. And Dave was like, you're not kicking Dave Chappelle out. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted Dave. to keep going. And then finally he left. Like John Mayer had left hours earlier. Yeah, right. Tiffany Haddish had left hours earlier. All oh, of I remember them were that like one. Right. That's the one I. That's, yeah. the, yeah. that's the one I saw. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. There was yeah. there was one time he's up there drunk and uh, Ti is there. He yeah. went with him and Ti is like, Dave, look, let's go. Yeah, they all want to leave. And then Dave's like, No, nah, he brings him on stage and then they're riffing. Then after like an hour, Ti is like. Dude, I, I want to get out of yeah. here, dude. And he's like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. And in the audience, will never leave. Yeah, no. the They'll audience stay. Will, They want to leave. And that's the funny thing. John Mayer was like, dude, we want to all leave. And then the crowd went and cheered at the idea of leaving. And then he's like, see this? They want to leave. But they love you so much that they're not going to leave until you're ready to leave. And then he's like, this is a great time to stay. And he just, <laughs> just kept talking. It's like, oh, I was just dying. It's a great time to stay. And then Jody was like, you can leave to me. And, and he's like, still getting around like three something too. in the morning. Jody's like, you can leave. And I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to leave you alone. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, leave no employee behind. Brotherhood. Uh, dude, it used to be the worst when uh, certain, certain... Oh, come on. Gossip. I was just about to get know, We're doing late, This is the late night version I mean, there's of just, <laughs> There's just certain uh, staff members that were just hear. like, that would just try and just see so you like their energy was so annoying. Like whenever yeah. famous people show Big up, time. certain, certain right. people oh, that work at the store, yeah, you know yeah. who I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like, what do you, you don't even work in entertainment. Like yeah, why dude, are you trying? Hey man, there's one thing I hate more than anything. Cause I love staff. I love it. I right. love people. When I go to a comedy club, I I normally like would make if I'm in a, on the road, like that's who I'm hanging with. Right. If you work there and you want to hang, then we're hanging. Right. But when a staff gets in the way of that kind of shit, yeah, like business, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I can't stand that. Now you're now you're pushing it, and there is that whenever there's a big star around, but especially Dave Chappelle, because right. Dave makes Dave is such a personable guy. Like he makes you right. feel like. You could hang, yeah. you know, and like you're part of the He came to crew. our holiday party. Yeah. That was dope. Fucking killed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, went sang up, karaoke. Went up, did karaoke. Yeah, that was cool, dude. Uh, dude, the comedy store, it's like people people come and they see Dave Chappelle there. Who's the dopest person that you've seen? Like special event person. Mike Tyson. 
Mm. Mike Tyson was, was cool. There yeah, I, there. Yeah. I was there when he when Jeff Ross bought him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, was cool. Still, I was working the back door and I was like a brand new door guy. And then like Mike Tyson walks up and he's like, "What's up?" and shakes <laughs> my hand. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it's and cool. then and then him and Jeff Ross go into the OR and it was just the two of them. And I just walk in, I sit in the back, and there's nobody in the OR, and it's just Mike Tyson on stage and Jeff Ross just like giving them advice and shit. And I'm like, "Oh, that's wow. fucking cool." Um, I'd have to go. The first one I thought, okay, I, I, maybe th- there's three. Uh-huh. There's three that stick out. The first one, Jim Carrey. Oh, you yeah. You saw Jim Carrey? Dude, remember? Yeah. What, remember were you there oh, the when night when we all hung out the f- in the back long parking time lot? Ago. He came to Roast Battle, and then oh, we all yeah. hung out in the back parking lot, and everyone was just asking him questions and for like so, two hours. Yep. And he was just That's hanging so answering cool. questions, cool. Was like, just holding court. Like, there was That's like so maybe cool. like oh, seven you know or eight. I forgot about that. That was a Tuesday I met him back in like 08. Like really he early up? No, he came through because there's some reason why maybe on oh, maybe just he hadn't been there in like 15 years or yeah. something. And then like we found out Tommy told us during the day that Jim Carrey was coming. So like you know, everybody was everybody there. was ready, man. And then I was working the lot. So like I got like some personal time. I got to like nice. uh, That's so dope. talk to him for a sec at the car and. Um, and then Quentin Tarantino, I love that. I mean, that guy's my favorite filmmaker. So you yeah, see him; yeah, he's a cool. fucking giant. Uh, te- uh, uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name now. Um, the dude that Elon Musk. Yep. Yeah. It's because like I feel like that guy's more of like a figure of like a historical figure. Yeah. You know, I feel like there was another one. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp bum rushed the stage while I was on. Oh yeah, I remember that's that. So that's so cool. That was pretty dope, man. Next that was like day, soon was like after the shit had gone down end. with his girlfriend too. Yeah, yeah, he was it was he was in the news and then he yeah. came, yeah. and then uh, yeah, um, I missed that. It was I missed, great I because uh, Johnny Depp. well, remember remember the last time Jim Carrey came, he was with that girl. Yeah, oh, she and then and then she killed herself yeah. like two days later. Yeah. Who? Who? Jim Carrey was with this really hot girl when he was at the store, and she she was there hanging out with all of yes. us. And then, like two days later, she killed his herself. girlfriend. Yeah. His yeah. girlfriend killed herself. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, oh. yeah. I think they were breaking up. I don't know what. Fuck. There's yeah. there's drama, but yeah, yeah, man. This it's insane. It's the comedy store, so it's like yeah. open up for anybody to come, man. And that's like, like you're you know you're protected if you're a famous person there because you could go. Well, in the, yeah. There's the like comedy so store sort of has this natural pecking order. You know what I mean? Like because anybody can walk up. That's why there's like there's just like these personal boundaries and areas yeah. and yeah. stuff. Dude, I mean, one time I walk into the back to VIP uh, area, the, the, you know, sacred ground. That's, where, you know, I feel comfortable there. That's where I go to take a break, get away from people. Sometimes I like going back there and there's no one there. I walk back there and it's like, it's like Burr, Rogan and Marin all smoking cigars talking. I walk back there. I turn right back around. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, it's I like, a, I know my fucking place, but there's yeah. open yeah, mics. You guys have a stogie for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but there's open micers that just like walk back yeah. there and oh, just start yeah, hanging out. I'm like, what do they got to do about that? That's a real fucking problem. They're I crack, even, they always crack down on it and then it loosens up. And it they loosens crack down up, man. And they loosen there's got to be like a, I don't know, man. It's such a fucking issue. Yeah, we should, we should hire there. a security just and to you know be what? at the, cool. VI, like, the sacred ground. Like <laughs> sacred ground's cool enough. Like the people that get it, like you were there way before you were working there. You're yeah. always allowed. Yeah. Nobody yeah. ever had any qualms. Well, that's also because Sam Tripoli introduced me to Pete and Tony, and and then I became homies with yeah like, people who. You were also brought weed. I mean, that's a thing weed. too, man. Like and also Tony, I remember bringing me up at potluck. He was like, one time he, he was like, he was like, this next guy is one of those people. This is one of the first times he brought me up. He was like, this next guy is one of those people who. Uh, 
who tries to get in at the comedy store by smoking everybody out. Yeah, one of those assholes. Nah. And he's like, but unlike most of those assholes, he's actually pretty funny. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's, that the, best, like that's the best that's intro you could get that's from good. Tony. And then I went up and I was just totally like, all right, I've got to fucking do good. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, but there has to be something because now it's like, there's just too many, too much comfort, you know? Speaking of comfort, what's his name? The guy who played Debo in, in Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That big black yeah. guy. He came to the store the other night and he was like there for the belly room show. Mm. And I was like showing him how to get in. I was like, do you have a ticket? He's like, do I have a ticket? I'm Debo. Debo doesn't buy tickets. No I way. haven't bought tickets for 20 years. <laughs> Whoa. Kind of a stupid question is that. I'm like, a good, yeah. good point. <laughs> Have fun, <laughs> bud. Way, Enjoy yeah. Jimmy Shin's show. <laughs> yeah, he came so to see that guy. That yeah. white rapper guy, whatever. Because oh, that, that guy, was? I was on the patio. That that white guy asked me like, hey, do you uh, know who this, this guy is from the movie? I was like, no. <laughs> They're like, that's the guy from the movie. I was like, I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I thought it was Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Same size. Yeah. I saw Michael Clark Duncan one time at a wrestling show. Yeah, nice. at WWE? Yep. Nice. Yep. He came out. He was, uh, he, he got in the ring, got involved. <laughs> of course. He died like, months later. Uh, that crazy. The curse. Yeah. <laughs> Texas tornado. Michael <laughs> Clark Duncan. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. My favorite memory of like any like historic moment at the store yeah. was. I just, I just luckily, I wasn't even working. I was just luckily there with Angie hanging out, yeah. smoking, maybe having a couple drinks. Oh, sorry. Jerry Seinfeld returned oh, wow. to the OR. That's huge. Yeah. That's I was like, oh, shit, this is dope. Oh, Sebastian I was there for that, yeah. That, and he murdered just telling stories about how Mitzi didn't <laughs> didn't like him and shit and how he yeah. would drive by Mitzi's house every day in, her, in his new Porsche to like show her like look look what I'm getting now with this money like that I've been getting for my show and shit as right. if she's like watching through the window <laughs> to right. see him the, uh, that was dope last Monday Jim Gaffigan popped in for the first time ever wow first That's time dope. ever at the store he's my, never been there one, one, of, my, him all the one time of my favorite memories was I was working in the back door really late at night and Tebow comes to the back and he goes he goes dude Neil deGrasse Tyson's on the patio oh, and he's, so he's, cool. he's drunk and he's holding court I'm oh. like I'm like oh, I gotta go out yeah, there that's so, so cool. I walk up to the front to introduce myself and this is right before Neil deGrasse Tyson became super famous yeah. like, I, like I knew who he was no, I remember not that. many people I Night. Like right when he's sort of bubbling up, yeah. and I walk out. He's a big guy too, and he he. I'm like, hey, I'm a big fan. He looks at my neck tattoo for the listeners. I have a neck tattoo that says employable, a little tiny one. He goes, <laughs> I love that tattoo, and I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, and then he just grabs me like by, like like around my shoulders and just brings me in, like bear hugs me because he's oh. like this huge guy. Wow. And he goes, he goes, that's right. In life, you never let people tell you. And he's like kind of buzz, and he's like gave me the speech about <laughs> life. How you never man. let people do what you do. And and then, like, I think Bobby Lee and Ahmed came up, and then his assistant was there. It was this young guy, kind of cool guy. And so he kind of sort of, like, brought me in this circle. We hung out on the patio drinking till 4 a.m. What? And I was just, like, <laughs> and I was, like, this drunk 21-year-old kid, and I had, like, just listened to him on, like, a podcast or something. So I'm asking him, like, all these, like, stupid space questions, and he's answering them, yeah. like, just treating me like just a regular person. <laughs> and it was, like, the fucking coolest time. Ever. So I went, I was in La Jolla that night. That was a Friday night. Mm. I was in La Jolla. I drove there earlier that day, listened to an episode of Star Talk, nice. this podcast. And I, I get there, and then hours later, like I see him at the store where I so would dope. be. Right. And by the way, 
I'm the biggest Neil deGrasse Tyson mark. Right. Like that blows my that would have been on my list if, yeah. if I'd seen yeah. him. The, yeah, uh, the one so cool. I missed out on, dude, I was hanging out on the patio and then me and me and Ari, I think, and we went to like go get some food and like Two minutes after we left, uh, David Blaine walks up and starts doing <laughs> yeah. magic. Wow. Yeah, I miss David Blaine too. I was there that I was night earlier. There yeah, minutes I, I heard about it. I wasn't there minutes. I was and there then, like, uh, Jimmy Schubert walks up. He's like, hey, man, this is my territory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that does the magic here. But bro. I heard about David Blaine. He came for Delia. You're going right? to have to disappear. Uh, he said he, uh, came, uh, yeah, he came to, to do magic it. for Delia. Dude, that makes how, sense, dude. I feel like Delia and David Blaine, like, if you took, like, a Zen, a Ven, whatever diagram of, like, the women they fuck, there's, huh. there's intersection. Huh. Ah, see, I'd how, see, I'd see, I'd, I'd think of Delia more of a Chris Angel. No, I think guy, David Blaine's like friends they, with, they all they fuck the a lot yeah, of they, all, right. they all fuck a lot. There's, like, ma the magician group, the groupies for magicians. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> Have you guys ever had to follow a magician, a good magician? No. That was no. the most difficult set I ever had. A good one, huh? A good magician. This guy literally went up before me, had a piece of cloth, yeah. put it over the table that was on the on the thing yeah. with him. A big ass table, heavy table like this one. And then with one finger, picked up the table. So it was this table in the air with a cloth over it and then shook his hand and it was just a cloth and the table was gone. And then I had to go up in Bakersfield at this bar after this guy. <laughs> it was like they had like a stage, a pretty big stage. Yeah. But it was like a pretty big bar. What the fuck? And I had to go up after him and be like, "My mom's not proud of me." Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. like it was just the worst. What? <laughs> what happened? You did you your impression? Right? Byron Bowers My mom went up. Is it proud of me? <laughs> Yeah, that's my that's uh when Johnny Depp rushed the stage, did you uh like do you do you like interview him or how did yeah. that go? So like I was backstage bef with him before. Right. Was, we totally was, brushed over that. And the viewers are probably like, Well, I want to hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh I was we were I was in the green room and it was Johnny Johnny Depp, uh Ryan Adams, the singer. Nice. Um Doug Stanhope and Morgan Murphy. And I was waiting to go on. Like, I was on next. So I, f I, f I felt cool because I had, like, every right to be there. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, I'm not right, being a right, Palmer. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, I'm just, right. like, waiting you're, for you're my You're waiting to go on. Like, right. I'm the one going that's on where, here. Nobody else is on this right, show. Right. You're in my fucking green right, room, Johnny. Right. Don't, don't fuck with me. Right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my house. Right. Um, <laughs> Johnny. Funny thing, though, when, when Brody, Brody walked in because he was on after me, uh, and he has no idea what's going on, and he walks in. He's like, oh, hey, Doug, hey. And then like John, Johnny, John, go, he goes by John and his, what's really cool about him was like every time somebody would enter the room, he would get up from wherever he was and go up to the guy and like, Hey, I'm John. Like he wanted to end. No, uh, let's not even yeah, let this. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to strike this down right now. I'm John. Yeah. I'm not even Johnny Depp. I'm John. Oh, okay. And That's he's got cool. like gold teeth and shit. <laughs> you can right. call me Mr. Sparrow. Yeah. <laughs> John, Jack, <laughs> whatever you want. Um, so he goes up to Brody. And, and and he's like, I'm John. And then Brody goes, Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> the room just popped. Uh, that's so Dude, sometimes I'm in the back smoking area uh, and I'm just smoking, down. chilling, whatever. Sometimes I'm alone. Sometimes other people are around and I still hear. You can hear the ghost. I hear the ghost of Brody saying, oh, I'll take an H.I.T. Is that, is that P.O.T.? Yeah. I'll, I'll take an H.I.T. I'll try, I'll try a hit. I'll try a hit. I'll try an H.I.T. <laughs> I, liked, I liked him spelling out P.O.T. and H.I.T. <laughs> like he didn't want to say the word, but he's like, if I spell it out, it's not as bad. Oh, my God. And it was great was that, like, Brody was just a fucking pup around right. around Johnny Depp. It was just <laughs> so fun to watch. But so I go on, and I'm eating shit. I am dying, 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 dying. And it's fucking bullshit right. main room, late yeah. night, you know what right. I mean? Like, I'm bringing up Brody, people, and it's yeah. shattered. The people that are there are just there for Brody. They're right. waiting for Brody. Uh, so... I'm going, and it's, it was so bad, mind you. It was the only time I ever thought about tapping. It's the only time I thought about getting off early before right. the light. It was oh, that. Wow. I was considering Crazy. this is best for everyone I get off. Give them Brody soon. Give them, give them Brody. And then I get the light, and then it's just like, you know that feeling when you're not doing well and you get the light, and it's like the, right. the, the Hail Mary. Yeah. Right, right, you, know? right, right, right. you have options. You could try to close with your closing bit, which right. I mean, you got point, the if you're light. not connected at this point. <laughs> I mean, you, know you got I mean? the like, lights, so you can get off, really. So you can get yeah. off, so you can really try right. anything and just get the fuck out. So I just decided heel turn. Just, just turn on the crowd. It's like... Oh, what the fuck? And, like, <laughs> and then it's on. And then, and then they're kind of sh- loosening up. And it's like, I have a minute, and I'm, there, I'm starting to get chuckles. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay, okay. And I can take yeah, it a step further. Like, like, like I'm, I'm hanging backstage with Johnny Depp. Right. Like, I mean, you fucking yeah. <laughs> straight up bad guy wrestler, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as so I say fun. Johnny Depp, uh, I feel the stage. Like, I feel like stomp. Like, somebody's just on the stage, and it's like quiet. And then I, I hear accessories it's like jingling oh, like okay. there's necklaces and breast bracelets like you just hear accessories I turn around <laughs> and there's there he is just walking right up to me and he's just like he's freaking out he's coming for the mic he's yeah. walking up and he's coming for the mic the room is silent I don't think they believe it's him I think okay. they're like their minds upside down they can't there's no reaction right. yet and he grabs the mic and goes you have about a minute left. And I was like, thank you, Johnny Depp. <laughs> and the room popped. And then, and then like a little bit of whatever. And then I, and then uh, <laughs> we get off and we're backstage. And he felt bad. He thought he like ruined my set. I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined my set. <laughs> you made my night. <laughs> you <laughs> you, you like, turned this whole thing around. We should, we should that have was the biggest reaction on. I got was when you got up there. Right, right, <laughs> He's yeah. laughing. And then, um, no, I ruined my night. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, bad, I ruined my set. So like you the next that. day, so the next day, uh, I get a text from Corinne Ingram, Rick Ingram's wife, mm-hmm. who works free. And she's like, I want to, can I, she sells, can I give this to my boss? Pills. Yeah, she, yeah, she's the dealer. <laughs> um, she's like, can I give this to my boss? Can I like, take up a report? And give it to my boss. And I was like, all right. She's like, yeah, just go ahead. Just what 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 exactly happened? And it was like, um, on the record, I uh was killing so hard, Johnny Depp <laughs> wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> Off the record, I was dying so hard, Johnny Depp came and saved me. <laughs> no, um, I wouldn't mind. Which I really hope she so put funny. that on there. Like I kind of thought that that like was on was uh 
was going to be on there. And then I saw the article the next day and it was like on E and, it, and they, everything, it went to all these different publications, but it, they, they, they all were all taken from E. So everything that was, right. was that was the official the first, statement. Oh, right. Okay. And, uh, she wrote like things like, yeah, they are both killing. And like, it was like, it got written as like, I was, I was doing good. Fake news. Like now I'm not going to believe anything. He says. So funny. That's hilarious. But yeah, man. I was like popular for like two days. My dad calls. I was like, I'm going to see how this goes with my parents. Like if they'll find out. And then like, sure enough, my dad, like Matt, did you, Hang out with Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, cool. Good times. But uh, that was a big one. I mean, that's like, you know, there's levels of fame. You guys know, like, right. There's guys like, um, you know, who's, who's like, like Jeff Ross. It's like a cool level of fame that we could all identify with. And we could like, yeah. you know, that's like one that's very practical. But then you have this other tier of like, you know, a list yeah, right. like if Leo DiCaprio walked yeah. in, you know, like there's some Leo, people. Leo, like, Quentin Tarantino, you, LeBron you, James, Michael Jordan. There's a, another Dre. level where like, everybody knows. Like this you person. kind of feel them in the room. Like like I, I was at once. I was Oprah. at Little Dom's in Los Feliz, and I just get this like, like shit, like shiver. Yeah. And I look back, and there's Justin Timberlake walking. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, like there's a certain level that's like powerful. You can feel that sexy was. Yeah, back. man. It's like that star power. Yeah. You hear about this, the power of star power. It's like it's riveting. Yeah. I wonder if they were like that before. It probably it's like they probably had something and then they became famous and then it just it took their like their I don't know, man, yeah. their, their awareness of like Well, that's what like what I think we're kind of seeing with Rogan is like Rogan has become yeah. that level of yeah. famous Dude, yeah. right before our eyes. Like, right. it's like it's his fan base few has blown up. It's his, everywhere. The, the way people treat him is like they're seeing God. Yeah, you know, it's right. not like they're seeing Sebastian or Bill Burr. Even Bill Burr, yeah, the great. I think maybe the greatest comic working. I'd say Bill, so. Arguably, right? Most people sure. would agree. This, yeah. Even him, his level of fame isn't what Rogan's is. No, like people are like in awe. People yeah. are like making yeah. pilgrimage to Mecca he, to meet because, Rogan because it's also like, um, I I kind of relate the UFC fandom yeah. to like. Kind of like WWE fandom, which I can understand how, the like, if Jim more, Ross, if good old JR walked in, I'd be starstruck as all Who's hell. That? He just died. Who's he was, no, Mean Gene died. Mean Gene died. Yeah. But, Who's but, that big wrestler? I was working in the OR one time, and a big wrestler came up, and I was about to ask him for his oh tickets. Oh, my God. Abby. And you, like, jumped no, in. Abby. We got to talk. We got to. This, yeah, is, the, this, this. is the second biggest thing to happen to me. At the, okay. at the comedy store. And we got to talk Abby about Roddy was, Piper before. We got to not forget we'll to talk about out. Roddy Piper. Too. Yeah. So Abby, the fucking man, had my back this night. And I was all alone. First of all, this day started horribly. It was a Friday. Uh, my car got broken into. I came out to my car. And I'm not, I had no money at the time. This was, I mean, I have nothing. So car breaking into, like, I don't know when I'm going to get my window fixed. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to have to be a guy. with. And I just bought that car. Mm -hmm. So I had a new car with a broken window. And my whole day, but I was like really trying to keep it positive. I just like, you know, what? I got a spot tonight. Just make it to there. Just make it there. Make it to the yeah. store. Make it to the store. And I give my last $500 to, to this situation, you know, make it to the store, make it to the store. I get to the store and I'm like, this is maybe an hour away. Right. I'm like, fuck yeah. Just get up, get up, you know. And then Chappelle shows up and I'm just fucked you know i'm in the yeah. or like i'm fucked like he's going on and this is just a shitty day you know um chappelle walks into the main room 
on a rare occasion. Goes up in the main room, which yeah. is fucking weird. It was late night in the main room, and Chappelle, Chappelle walked on, you know? Um, so I'm now like, oh, fuck, yeah. Well, Eleanor's on right now. Then I'm next. Eleanor's up there, and she's running the light. She's at, like, 20 minutes. Crazy. And I'm just like, be cool, be cool, be right, cool. Right, right. She's killing, man. I don't know what she was on, but she felt like running, and she was on one, you know? She was yeah. doing great. And, I'm, and the crowd is, like, deteriorated. Like, it's bad. I mean, there's barely anybody. But she's doing okay. I feel like she was kind of cracking them open, you know? Like, a lot of crowd work. And I'm sitting where the cover booth is on the inside, where that stool is, where Abby yeah. would be sitting. And uh, looking out, like, just kind of numb to everything at this point. And I'm looking out the curtains of the, of the OR into the, you know, where the steps, the, bar. the entrance. Yeah, to the, the, patio. to the patio. I'm looking there. And then just like through the little bit of curtain that's open, I could just see clear as day walks in Chris Jericho. Oh, wow. It's my favorite wrestler when I was a kid. Amazing. Just Chris Jericho's walking up and he's got a girl with him. And I'm just like, you know, as he's walking up the steps, I mean, it's confirmed that I'm not, there was never a, is that? It was like, that's what, oh, oh. And it's getting real, real every step. He's like approaching me, but he's not, he's going to the cover booth. So like he goes in, he's like, hey, is the show still going on? And then whoever was working in there is like, yeah, tickets are, and she, they're trying to sell them tickets. So I pop my head out, and then not without thought. This is just pure instinct at this point. Pop, pop my head out, and I look, and it's like, it's cool. He's with me. They're with me. She's like, okay, cool. And he's like, thanks, man. And he, when are you up? Which I was like, how did you know uh, that you're gonna go? Yeah, up? I'm like, I'm up next. She's maybe because like, you're sitting in the cover. Booth. Maybe it's like I looked locked and loaded. And the fact I don't that know. you were able to get the men right yeah, away. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. Said, oh, it, yeah I guess you just put it together. And so I was like, and that I'm shit up. probably happens to him. Other sure. Times. People oh, it, probably are like, right. Oh, well, this, come, I watch it happen throughout yeah. the night. So like he, he's like, oh, that's awesome. I'll, I'm gonna grab a drink at the bar and and. Uh, Watch and I'll come show. in here. I was like, dope, dude, I'll get you a booth ready. He's like, thank you, man. That's when I go to Abby, like, bro, like, I, I would never ask you to do me any extra. I get the, I get what it is to be a door guy here, but one of my favorite wrestlers ever is here. No, I mean, I, I, I picked it up pretty You picked quickly. it up, man. I, there was I think, no, I think there was I no was convincing asking, Abby. He no, was I just think like, I asked him a question. You're like, here's with me, and I just kind of figured, it's, you, there's unspoken shit. There's yeah. just language. I'm like, yeah, yeah we got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, Abby knew it was like, he's we're, we're making this happen. So he goes and you bust a table, you bust a booth, like makes it all nice, you know? I went, I tried to look for a candle to put on the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, faggot. Um, and, uh, and we're all set, you know? And then I go on, he's not in the room yet. Let me ask you something, Matt. Yeah. A million dollars to suck Chris Jericho's dick. Would you pay it? Yeah. <laughs> First, I thought you were going to yeah, ask would. me the other way. Like, would, you, would you take a million dollars? I was like, I'll give him. I'll take that million dollars. Give it that's back. That's dope, to suck dude. It. Chris Jericho. That's Jericho, so cool. the Ayatollah of rock and roll. And he's in the OR. Like, I'm up there, and it start, you know, and then, like, it's such a scattered room, so that's going to be a crowd work set. This yeah. is not going to be like an act right now. He walks in to see him with the girl. Abby sits him in his booth where I could see him. Like I can kind of see Chris Jericho now. And it was just like everything came together. It was like a nice crowd work set. His girl was a loud porn star. So I got to make fun of her. Got to like, you know, and I, she liked it. So she was having fun. Yeah. And then I get off and he get and then and then Josh Martin goes on and eats his ass. And, and walks Jericho. Jericho goes <laughs> out. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Rook. Rook. <laughs> so then, like, he goes out to the front bar and uh, 
I walk <laughs> up and he's like, oh, dude, that was fucking incredible, man. Let me get you a shot. Let's let's all take a shot. And it's me, him, and his girl. So he gets us a shot. And then she's like, she's like, what, he's like, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, I don't Dad know, man. Teaming your girlfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's like, she's like, let's go to a strip club. And he's like, yeah, dude, do you know of any? And all I could think of was right down the street. Body body shop, shop, yeah, yeah, the body shop. Like, yeah, right down the street. He's like, let's go, dude. So me, him, and uh, me, him, her, and Josh O'Brien, who hops in the cab last minute. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, shit. Last fucking minute. And we get in there, and we go to a fucking strip club, and it's awesome. Like, we're you hanging out. Oh, and by the way, we the body get, shop, that's yeah. like a block away. Oh, we were just having a shady night. You know? <laughs> so we get there. Immediately, a door guy, like, well, they try to sell him tickets, and door guy's like, oh, no, no. He's just like me at All the right. body yeah. shop, you know? Yeah. So he, he actually is like an up-and-coming wannabe pro wrestler. Like, he's in the, like, whoever he is. The door like, guy is he yeah, yeah. Wait, is he the gigantic black, black guy? Dude, yeah. He's, that guy is one of the biggest human beings yeah. I've seen in my life. Yeah, I walked past him yeah, all the time. Man. And he's training to be a wrestler. <laughs> right. So when he saw Chris Jerry's I'm a wrestler, he's like, oh, great, man. And so they go in. And also, like, I, what I didn't put together is a full nude strip club, so they're not allowed to sell no alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. Right. So... We kind of there was like that, and I kind of felt like oh I fucked up, and then but that that guy was like we got you, and then they ran oh. and bought a bottle and brought it in. Wow, and just hooked, oh, up, hooked us up. up. So then, that's cool. That's very yeah. Josh. Cool. Josh O'Brien coming was actually kind of a godsend because I had no money, I, like I just had no money, and he's like he's like he, he grabbed fucking forty dollars of ones and, and gave it to me. That way, yeah, that's a homie. like a homie, yeah. dude. And then he gets me a, a dance. Like and Jericho's in for Jericho goes in he's, and then he gets me a dance so it doesn't seem like he just like just give it like I don't know why but it was like fucking how sweet of you yeah so I go Josh in, is a sweet guy and then like Jericho's in the booth here with a girl and I'm here with this girl and she's like taking her top off she's want she's like you want you could finger me and then like she's like down for like some real shit right? yeah but I hear Chris talk I just hear from like right now, it's like no I'm just a I'm just a pro wrestler in town I'm like. Shut I just don't want to hear him talk to the stripper. Uh, I don't want to hear him because uh, he's like, like my boner's about to go away. Uh, I'm trying to listen this to this hot Asian Jericho. chick is trying to ask me questions. I'm right. like, Shut the fuck up. You're like, don't you see I'm hard right now? I don't want to talk to you. I will tip you to shut the fuck up. I'll finger you in a minute. Just shut up. I'll finger you in the minute. Dude, that's so funny. I wish Bret Hart would come. I, I never oh, met Bret Hart. did come one time. I know. You told Dude, me about Bret Hart coming back in the day. But but so wait, wait, he was so, my favorite. Wait, wait. So, like, I leave. So, like, it got to a point where I was, like, I'm sitting there with Jerrica. Or, like, I'm the, the, the lap dance is done, and we're back, and we're drinking. And things are getting kind of heavy with that girl. Mm -hmm. So, I'm like, Josh, let's bounce. Like, this was dope. Let's get yeah. out now. And so, like, just kind of read the room, right? Yeah. So we, so, we go. I say bye to Chris. I say something to him because I wasn't a fan all night and say anything about wrestling, but I wanted to give him one just good compliment. And the only thing I could think of was at the time he was going to Japan to wrestle this popular guy. And it was like one of the biggest things in wrestling outside of WWE stuff. So I just told him like, Hey man, what you're doing in Japan is fucking awesome. Like wanted to give him a new, you know, let him know that you know about, you know about shit that's right? not just on USA. Yeah, man. And just like, look, man, I, yeah. And he was like, Oh, thanks, man. He's like, and I wanted you to know, dude, that what you did there with like 12 people huh. in the room, like that reminds me of me, man. I used to have to do that back in the day. Like, like wrestle in front of 12 people. As a wrestler in front of yeah. like 12 people, you know? Yeah, there's very similarities. So I like. leave. I get home. 
I re- I'm looking at my Twitter. I'm just like, I'm because uh, Josh also took pictures and like posted them. Like that guy had my back, dude. Like he took pictures of me and Chris that I didn't even know he was taking. So it's like pictures of me in a conversation with Chris Jericho in the hallway. So I'm like thinking, do I post it now? You know, I'm going. And then I saw that like that night that it happened, like on the day was the 16 year anniversary of Chris Jericho winning the uni- like unifying the tie the WCW and the WWE title like his first title win was both the titles in San Diego where I was I saw that when I was in high so school I was 16 there years 16 years later I'm That's there dope. and I'm like fuck why didn't I say that to him and then it dawns on me I don't have my fucking jacket I left my jacket at the strip club so I had back. to get in my car with no back window and fucking fly to the strip club. Right. Mind you, my, my, my window, I put like a, I draped some cloth over it, like some set cloth you could just rip off. Mm-hmm. It's like the same stuff that you would use for like a green screen, like right. use cloth. And I taped it around. I drove so fast that it like broke through the tape and just <laughs> flapping like the Batmobile just like flying down fountain. I get there. I come back in. I just, door guys, hey man, I forgot my jacket. I walk in. Immediately there's Chris like, oh, Matt, you forgot your jacket. <laughs> oh, dude, thanks. I grab it and I walk out. I see a Chris and I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, I was there 16 years ago. Uh, and he's just like, uh, that's dope. And I just got in my yeah. car and left, dude. Just satisfied. Start off as the worst day ever. And next thing you know, I end fist bumping Chris Jericho <laughs> at a strip club. Fisting <laughs> Chris Jericho. <laughs> that's fucking Dude, were crazy. you at WrestleMania at the Arrowhead Pond? I went to the Raw the night after. Oh, yeah? I'm so glad you know about that. That was, one of my, that was the first time I ever saw wrestling live. Yeah, I saw I saw Bret Hart lose the lose the title to the Heartbreak Kid. Did you? In the whoever can get the most pinfalls oh, in an hour. Oh, you saw the Iron Man match. Yeah, and then it was zero pinfalls, but yeah. it ended with Bret Hart having uh, Shawn Michaels and the sharpshooter, and, and then they ended tap. it. Yeah. And then they start the match over yeah, again. One more fall. It's like, no, draw. start it over, but let Bret Hart have him in the sharpshooter again. I was pissed. Yeah. I was such a Bret Hart fan. I love that. I love that finish. But yeah. But so many people who like grew up in Southern California who were wrestling fans, like Chris Burns and other people yeah. I've talked to them, they're like, yeah, I was in that building too. Yeah. Like we were all in the same building before knowing each other oh, at the Arrowhead Pond that night wow, as man. little kids. Oh, that's fucking nuts, yeah. dude. No, I used to go to the Staples Center. My dad's company had like a suite. So, like, we'd go to anything, but every time wrestling was coming, like, you know, yeah. all the Raws and SmackDowns and everything. Yeah, the only one I'd been to before that one was not a TV aired one. Oh, really? It was one of those house shows. You know, shows. Roddy got me into one. He got me into a SummerSlam at, at the Staples. He got me, Simone. Roddy uh, Piper. Yeah. Paid regular at the comedy Paid store. Regular. Rest in peace. R.I.P., man. That was a great at least a year, right? Where he was. There was a year he was of around my a life. Lot. Where I got to hang out with Roddy Piper every single night. That's every cool. night he was at the store. By the time I was here, he would come around every now and then. Yeah. Like but there was, was, no, he was like excessively coming in. Yeah. Like he was coming in like to run away, it seemed like. Yeah. He'd play that back piano. And this was back in the dark ages where like the, the main room was always dark. So, yeah. Oh, there's never a show in there. But there's a piano. So like we'd smoke in there and play piano and shit. And yeah. so like he would he just go such back a cool and play dude. piano. And smoke with us and love talking about wrestling. That was my favorite thing about him. Like, you think, like, you don't want to be annoying. Like, you talk in space with Neil deGrasse Tyson, right. but he was enthused. Yeah. That's how Roddy was. Yeah, because like, he loves space. He, he yeah. loved it. And he, he, loved science. Loved, he loved hearing about, like, like, he loved us making fun of wrestling. Like, loved it. Uh-huh. Loved it. Yeah. Great dude, man. Took me to the gym one time. 
got to work out with him. He, he hit me in the balls once. He hit you in the balls. Mm-hmm. He low blowed you. I was the Iran. I was the Iran Patriot on Kill Tony when they used to do that. Oh yeah. I was dressed up like, but I was Iran Patriot, and he came in, and he just punched me in the groin. Not super hard, but hard enough that it hurt. Yeah. And then afterwards, he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, I'm fine." I'm like, "I'm like, I'm like, it did, it did hurt a little, but I was like, dude, I'm fine." I was like, "I got hit in the balls by Roddy Piper." That's pretty, I'm like, "It's honor. fucking dope." Yeah, uh, we're at this gym. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "So weird, dude." <laughs> we're at a gym. <laughs> we went to, it did the, hurt though. What's it the did. game you play at the gym? But it's like, it's like a wall, but then you like hit like racquetball. Racquetball. It's squash. Racquetball. Yeah, squash, racquetball. So like, Depends we go this like little gym in Hollywood. We go and there's nobody in there. And like we're just in there, and he's like, "Just hang out for a sec. I like it here. It's like quiet, just me and him." And I'm thinking, "This is where I get raped by Roddy Piper. If there's some <laughs> yeah. shit, like this is where it goes down." <laughs> That's why he was like, kill. "He's like, uh, want me to show you the sleeper?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he's like, "All right." So and he showed me how he does it, and he's like, "Now when you start blacking out, you have to tap." And I was like, "Okay," like thinking like it's gonna get that far. And like as soon as he flexes, like your eye, you can't even help it, man. Like you start, they start rolling back. <laughs> yeah. So I almost forgot to tap. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's like, all right, you want to do it to me? I was like, yeah. So I put him in it, and I'm going as hard, and I'm going kind. He's like harder, harder. And he's like harder. And he's like getting like 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 kind of physical with he's me. So I go you. as hard as I possibly can, and he's trying to break it. And I think like I'm like. Am I going to make, I mean, we're going at it right now. Now it's like, like, kind of like we're playing wrestling. <laughs> right. Like, do I choke him out if this gets to that? And then just like as hard as I can. And he just taps. Nice. I tapped out Roddy Piper. That's dope. In a fucking racquetball. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> yeah. That's Fuck yeah, crazy. man. Yeah, man. The store unlocks all these cool fucking people. Yeah. yeah. It's just portal. Uh, dude, oh. I think it might've been this, it was either a week before or a week after, but I was working in the OR, same situation, late night. Adam texts me and he says, it was right when Pete Davidson and uh, Ariana Grande started dating. Yeah. And he goes, hey, so Pete is coming by to run a set and he's bringing Ariana Grande, so make sure you save them both. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Right after I get that text, just completely coincidentally, Mac Miller and his friends show no up. No shit. Yeah. And and <laughs> I didn't I didn't even realize they were there. And, and uh, um, they come in and then I, I give them a booth in the corner. I was like, that's weird. Are they like all friends? And then I just realized it's like completely coincidental. I'm like, man, this is going to be the most awkward situation. Yeah. Why is it awkward? Yeah. They they no, because Mac Miller broke up with Ariana Grande. Is that right? right I, didn't, before I, didn't, I didn't know Pete, Mac Miller dated Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah. right before Pete Davidson. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is going to be the most like awkward, big celebrity thing ever. But they didn't show up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it ended up working out smooth. And Mac so Miller fun. died like two wow. weeks later. Yeah. Wow. Rest in, rest in oh, peace. peace. R.I.P. Mac. No, no, he was music. really nice. Both he, he he used to come by the OR late at night, and he's he's super super talented. What band super is that nice. that hangs out there all the time? Portugal the man. Yeah, Portugal the man. man. Those guys they're are dope. cool. Man. Portugal the man is a dope band. Yeah, and they they're they're chill. Yeah, they just kick it. It's it's just like you get like all these like, I mean, it, like I said, it's the comedy store. And yeah. comedy's so hot right dude, now. Dude, I hope so Delia yeah. becomes friends with Eminem and then Eminem starts coming by yeah. all the time. Oh, happen. dude, fucking yeah, the guy's from... That would be such really a fucking, fucking nerd cool. that the, the, one, the DJ from the Chainsmokers, this EDM group, oh, yeah, yeah. He came in. And, and, uh, and they were like Delia's guests. But I recognized him from the face. I recognized this EDM DJ from his face. I'm like, I know who you are. Come on, and I know 
Uh, well, I'd cool. say he has like the biggest track. Some of the biggest tracks, fucking yeah. Ever. Chain smokers are huge. Yeah. Chain smokers are are superstars. But most people know the singer who right. doesn't have a great voice. But their DJ who makes all the beats and shit, who really makes the song sound yeah. good, is like is the guy who I'm a big fan of. Yeah, man. This, this is the chillest. It's like on any given night, like your fucking heroes could roll through. Yeah. Any night. And we yeah. love stand up. Dude, I mean, and that is losing track. I mean, I there's, saw th- there's a thousand stories that we've probably left out. Yeah. Too. Oh, dude, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. There's so much. I mean, and who knows what's going to happen tonight? It's fucking summer's summer, man. Yeah, summer potluck during the summer, or actually it's spring, but like it's starting to get warmer. It's summer to me, man. Yeah, it's, like it's people already. start to hang out more. It becomes more of a fun hang. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah night when it's like all fucking the AC can't even keep up with the amount of bodies oh, that it like, fits in. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and then a rat dies in the wall. Yeah, I'm going to get excited for potluck tonight, man. It's yeah. going to be a good excited night. excited, too. It's going to be a good night. Dude. In a month. Yeah, we should wrap it. Thank you, Matt, for fun. This was a fucking chill, dope man. Episode. Gonna, I can't wait to sniff Appy's bed after this. Why? What's up with Abby's bed? Does it smell like something? A what's super it? hot girl that nobody else could fuck. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else got. Yeah, nobody yeah. thought was a lesbian because everybody tried. Uh, talking about Jessica Wellington, everybody. Wellington. People thought she was a lesbian until Abby smashed. No way. Shout out, Jessica. All right. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. What's your social yeah, media? Man, at Matt Edgar. One T. One T. That's right. Fuck it's yeah. very pretentious. But <laughs> his mo- his mom's pretentious, man. Hey, yeah, guys. Mom's so just, if you, you like Doug. this, if you're a friend, if you're not, whatever, just like, like subscribe, do all that stuff. Thank you. Leave thank comments. you. Leave thank good, you, Matt. Uh, reviews. So he helps us do more. All. Shabbat